0: Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. The Big Guy Ryback feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback.
1: Starts now.
0: Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. I am the Big Guy Ryback. we got a full house here today. I'm joined by the one and only Johnny Scoville. Thank you for joining me. I'm happy to be here. Johnny Jr.?
1: Thank you very
0: uh, much. You guys are legends in the heat game. (laughs) Chase the Heat, I believe, is is the name.
1: We're just chili heads, man.
0: Chili heads, that term. So... I came across – because this all started – I don't know what I've gotten myself into. I'm sitting in in my podcast studio here with two guys that love – you know, chasing the heat, so to speak. I did this all kind of just as a challenge for YouTube, just a ment- I like to mentally challenge myself. And now I'm finding myself months deep. And here we are. I'm sitting in here with Johnny Scoville and Johnny Jr. And we're going to do a pepper challenge later. And like, what am I doing? Right. Is, it, is this how it all begins? It's, well, I was going to ask you, how did it start? When you were... So talking, I was going to ask you how did it all Did begin? you always <laughs> like spicy stuff? No, I don't. This was I didn't even know. So years ago... here's Okay, so here's how years ago... Buffalo Wild Wings Super Bowl me Roman Reigns the Usos and my tag partner at the time Curtis Axel we did a show in Kansas City we were driving to Monday Night Raw I believe and we stopped to watch the Super Bowl I get loaded in there and uh, as we all did and uh, we we start I always like to have a good time when they they tell us there's a the place is packed full of people and uh, they say there's a a chicken wing eating contest, the blazing wing contest. Yeah. At this point, I've never had anything outside of regular hot stuff. I, I and I, I, yeah. I had no idea if I had a tolerance. I, don't, I was just, I was intoxicated. Everybody was there. I go, I'll do it. And uh, in the, in the winner got this really cool mirror for like a, it's, for your garage. It was like one of the beer cores Lights or one of those. And I can't take that with me if I win because I'm on the road. And Axel and the guys are like, go do it. And so I enter this contest. There's a bunch of kids in it, and me. So now I'm like, no matter what, I'm winning this thing. Right. You can't <laughs> because if that goes back to in, in WWE in the locker room that Ryback got beat by a bunch of kids in a chicken wing eating contest, <laughs> the, the gimmick's over. Like it, right. So I got to either win or die. <sighs> and uh, so I do it and I win. But in the, it was hot. But I remember thinking like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And that was my first experience up until whatever the first hot thing I did. I don't know. Do you? It was a couple months ago. A Couple months ago, and I just decided. I go. I'm gonna. What was it? What was the first thing I did? Was it one of the spicy sandwiches? No, it wasn't a spicy sandwich. It was one of the spice challenges, though. The. It wasn't the because I did the the death nut challenge. It was something before that, though. Oh, come to me! But I did one of the challenges that I saw on YouTube because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't. I wasn't didn't have a lot of experience with this, and and I remember it was like, oh, that wasn't so bad, and and then. It was it was just kind of it was the heat was in the mouth and and then I did another one and it wasn't so bad and then people start saying oh, you do this pretty good and then I did the pocky chip challenge and, oh yeah and then people go that. oh that wasn't so bad and then did a couple other ones and the people go you did that really good and and then I start looking up heat things and I come across you and see and I'm like whoa this guy. In which I got to say, the John, Johnny Scoville, and then the Scoville units are what they call right. No relation,
2: same name. Yes, in my head Wilbur though, Scovel. I come up with stories. Sure. Well, that's Wilbur Scoville. He invented the Scoville scale, but. Um, yeah, the whole thing is amazing, but you definitely have a knack for it, man. Because I've been watching you. You, got, uh, right? I don't know, you I, guys. No, listen, you did it, you did it first. You did a tube of terror in a hot tub when it was what? How hot it was it, pretty hot outside. Yeah, that was, was brutal. And my my partner in uh, that the, the collaboration, David Foy from Blazing Foods, watched that and he just said.
0: In a hot tub because that guy is a beast. I like to challenge myself, but I also I told you I don't want to jump into this like zero to a hundred either. Because you're into it already. You kidding? Yeah, you did a tube of terror. What (laughs) do you mean? Talk about? You don't want to go zero to a hundred? This is I'm I'm new to the game, guys. The. You went hardcore right I, off the bat. But I saw you, in my head, though, see, I'm, I'm a wrestler, so I create stories. And oh, yeah. So I, I just pictured, and I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, and then and kindergarten cop, and he's like, my, my mother, my grandfather, my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, they were all teachers. Right. So my, I pictured Johnny Scoville. You come from the Scoville <laughs> family, that you were born into this family of chasing the heat. And so when I saw you, this is what I told myself. This guy is a legend of the heat game. It's been handed down generously. Generations that you were superior <laughs> to everybody else. So when you told me that, I go, ah, in my, I still believe that that's where you came from.
2: That's cool. And I'll tell you, when you <laughs> held that tube up and you're like, I, I remember listening to the first time, you're like, there's no telling what's going to happen when we meet up. And I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> see, are we going to eat some pods or is he going to snap my spine? That was so great. I love uh, it. No, I'm, I'm ridiculous with all this. It's oh, it's we, fun. It is. It's a great hobby. And you know what? It's also No one ever talks about this enough. The health benefits. It's an amazing hobby. Uh, Capsation on high levels is an amazing
0: painkiller. Is it really? Unbelievable. I will tell you, you know. that, Tubatera, I didn't think about my back being hurt at all after that.
2: You, uh, <laughs> right? It also speeds up your metabolism and it also uh, builds your, uh, Immun your system. immune system. So, I mean, I've, I've had a head cold, one like a head cold in three years. I mean, it's amazing. Really? There's more vitamin C in this pepper than there is in three California oranges. Wow. That's the truth. Even a regular bell pepper,
0: it's loaded with vitamin C. You know what is really good, too? Uh, Allicin, which I'm actually coming out with an immune support for What Feed Me More Nutrition, but it's the main ingredient in garlic. Mm. Um, and I got turned on to that years ago. It's like you can get it for like 15, 20 bucks. The bottle of just pure Allison on Amazon, right. probably any health food store too. Superfood? Yeah, and I, I haven't been sick in, I think, in knock on like six, seven, eight years. Wow. And it's I got. I remember I got like bronchitis with WWE on the road, and after that I came across the Allison because I was traveling in the airport, right. and I was getting sick a bit. Never again with that. But you were talking about these peppers, and it's to me... I'm glad you told me this earlier when we were talking because you brought a whole bunch of fresh peppers for our challenge that we're going to do here later on for your channel and Ryback TV the people i just assumed that you just you can eat this stuff and i saw a guy eat 120 of these things and you said people you have to they they purge these things at certain levels right
2: uh yeah if you do like a big contest it's it's a necessity i, I, I the last time i met uh sheena wasim the uk, UK chili queen yeah she's a beast she's inhuman pretty girl too beautiful human inside now she's just she's yeah, wonderful she's just,
0: the nicest just i mm-hmm. love her she, was, she, was the she woman ever sent me multiple life. messages and gave me she reminded me today to line my stomach, and I, and I just said, She's a very nice person to like, yeah, because she knew I got sick with the tube of tear deal yeah. a little she's bit. She's got so. a crazy tolerance off the chart. I
2: think about that. You might, you didn't get beat by kids in the chicken wing, uh, you know. The UK, <laughs> I got beat by a queen, a woman, but um, you know, but yeah, when you eat the last time, mm-hmm. I ate 50 peppers, 50 soup ruts in one contest, and you know, if you're going to put two or three or four pods in your stomach, you, you'll be okay getting rid pods of Pods is what they're called. Yeah, peppers or pods, yeah. yeah. But to try to eat 50 and think that you're, they're
0: going to go through your system, that's that's a, a trip yeah. to yeah. the hospital. So what happens if you don't? Like, say, I mean, <laughs> can, do people die from this? Uh, no, you won't Did die. Did you come here them. to take me? To, right. You <laughs> saw this up-and-comer come into the game, and then we're going to go ahead and just knock him out early. That's have, it.
2: Uh, we're, we're here for a You're very smart man. We're here for a reason, you're right bad. We're we're, for a reason you, man. These, you're a threat.
1: We have something unfortunate. That's how Wrestling like, works, so that right. guy's getting a little too popular. We well, gotta I've been kill watching it. you,
0: man. I'm like, yeah.
1: we can't have this. Oh, that guy can't <laughs> hang.
0: Just take me out right and out, Put me uh, in the main event and take me out right away. It's too funny. So look, let me show you what I got here. We're going to
2: start with something. This is one of my favorite peppers. People aren't going to be able to see this, but this is what's They called, can see pretty good on there, wasn't? This is called a uh, white bubble gum. On a lot of peppers, there's a collar. It's called a calyx, right around there. On bubble gums, the, it takes on the color of the pod and the stem changes color. So on a red bubblegum, this turns red and the stem bleeds red. Oh, wow. it's just a really, really cool pot. But this is a relatively, this is about 120,000 Scoville heat units, which is, it's not that hot, but it's certainly gonna be a lot hotter than a habanero. Here, watch this, pass me junior. Thank you. Now, if you smell it, you can immediately smell that chinensi aroma, that super hot chinensi aroma. Oh, wow, yeah. Now that's the aroma you don't get. We we're talking about the difference between dry pods and fresh pods. You don't get that I mean, you can smell the heat. it more smells like powder, like pepper powder, yeah. You know what I mean? It almost, it reacts, it tastes kind of like pepper. Yeah, this honestly, totally I love different... the smell, though. Yeah, this has a very, all white pods, like green pods have a similar green sort of flavor. Mustard pods do, yellow pods do. White pods, I've had white ghost, white bubblegum, white reapers. They, the they all have a similar sort of flavor, but it's much down to these. These are 120,000 Scoville heat units.
0: Are we eating these before? Uh-huh. We're doing one on the pods. Is there or there is just one? Are you, this is the we'll did, you're, we'll you're, you're setting me up early, Johnny we'll, we'll, we'll,
2: we'll just do, one now, but still kind of give me an idea. How hot are these? Um, 120,000. 120. I want you to kind of compare it. 120,000 for that. This right here is a Carolina Reaper, about one po- About 2.2 2 million. No, that definitely has some kick to it. But right. That, but it yeah, tastes pro- though. Absolutely. Um, very fruity. I would say that this- Not bubble gum, though. No. This is
0: probably hotter than the Reaper is dry. Really? Do you do you find that the, the, media- the, the Reapers that I did last yeah. week? Those ones, no, those were those ones were hotter than this. It's, yeah. For but as far but as that, but now, when you eat a dry Reaper compared to a fresh Reaper, if you
2: eat one of these later. You watch how different it experiences because there's so many oils that the are the fresh coated. ones are hotter. I think they are. I mean, there. I've had I've had weird situations where they really. They're tr- it's almost impossible to figure out. And here's why: you can pick two pods from the same plant and they'll one have the different levels of and flavor
0: the and heat. I've seen you do that where you get hit and you weren't expecting it
2: on different things. It's totally true. So it's hard. So the only way to really, I mean, if you pull two pods from the same plant, dehydrated one, ate one mm-hmm. fresh. A day apart. That would yeah. be a good way to check it. Sh- but is should you
0: on these because that was the other thing. After I did that tuba tear, like I said, it all hit me in the mouth and and whatnot, and then in the head, and it would it would go away, and there were no stomach stomach issues, and I got hit with those cramps on the. Ah. Tube of terror because I didn't eat before and uh, the mass I know, when quantity. you told me that it's like the when mass he eats a tube of terror without an empty stomach. Well, I ate breakfast early, but I got up at five, and then it was probably I didn't do that video. Well, your till, metabolism, you were working so fast, you probably were starving. And I didn't do the video till like ten something, so it had already been probably four and a half, five hours, and and I didn't know any of the, like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a banana or. Milk. How long
2: did it take before you were out of the woods? You were feeling normal again. Uh,
0: I, would say, hours, I would say I would say five six hours. It, and at first, I did it. I did all the heat. I got in. I was like, man, that was hot, but it was, we're okay. I drank, I started drinking a bunch of water though. Definitely the hottest thing I've done yeah. to, by by far. Oh, it's
1: inhumanly
0: hot. And, and then the heat started subsiding and, and I went upstairs to go shower and that's when I knew I made a mistake. And then it hit me, and I sat in the shower, sick, and I was just like, "Oh man!" It was
2: at this point Ryback knew where I knew that,
0: why. It, I honestly debated. I go, "Do I want to continue doing these?" But again, it in this screwed up way, you were messaging me during all of this. I actually had laid down and I thought you said don't lie down, whatever you did. And I didn't even say I was I got right up. I go, I was lying down and came downstairs. I sat down in my dining room for a bit for about three hours. And then I went and sat on the chair and I told you it zapped all my energy out of me. Oh yeah. Didn't want to do anything. Tired. And then I finally took about a 15 minute nap. But the key was is the bananas. I actually yeah. was able to get two bananas and Helped ate them. a lot. And that's when about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour after that is when it really started subsiding, took a nap, woke up and my energy started coming back and I was able to go back and get some work done. Didn't train all day though. And you probably said, just like
2: somebody who drinks too much, never again. During the middle of those cat yeah. cramps, you probably said, man, the heck with this. Yeah. and,
0: and Oh, when well, I said, I'll never do this again. And then the weird, I, so we talked about the high you can get from this, mm. I take it back because when I felt better is when I actually, it was like for me, because it's that mental thing, I beat it. Right. And I was like, and I always look at when you go through pain, it kind of like kicks up your, I, like, I don't like pain, but it oh, who
1: likes it. Mm-hmm. There's
0: I don't a think fine like line it, but, between pain and pleasure. Yeah, there really is. I mean, but when you overcome it and then, cause I've been through so many things, you're, you're mentally a stronger warrior oh, in yeah. a way. And uh, so that's where to me, the attraction of all this kicks it, But when you're in the middle of that heat.
2: Right. So that, the, here you are having cat crabs You say, I'll never do it again. And you still have bubblegum pepper on your breath from that last pepper. Yeah. You're a chili head. That's <laughs> yeah, a fact. Well, that's the funny this thing. Is, Some people, it's really funny. Some people are going to eat a pepper and say, whoa, never again. Yeah. One, one trial learning, that psychologists call that. But then there's but the then other there's, people. Uh, the people like you and like you who are going to eat one and go. Is that because <laughs> we have addictive personalities? I don't know. You know I, I
3: think, think funny. it's
1: funny like yeah, How did you get, did you have a choice to get into this or not? Or did no. Oh, so he, <laughs> he tied me down and told me if I wanted to, uh, to eat, eat, then I'd have to. You're going to be to. just
2: like me. Exactly. And- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nah, uh, you no, know, you know, the funny thing is we started the channel together and it was your idea to call the, yeah. the
1: family the Scoville Squad. It was my idea because we have this whole thing, you know, the notifications thing where people like me like first, first. Yeah. So we called that the Scoville Squad and they're, they're like. And it took off. Have notifications, all that. And but I think you kind of genuinely stuff.
2: like it. because know oh, Can I tell you something? I mean, would love yeah. it. This is the moment. Jerry right? Springer moment. Right, exactly. No, dad, yeah. I don't. You know, I love you. I brought you here because, uh, but seriously, it would be tragic for me. Like the first, pe- he just had his first uh, international pepper contest in Belgium yeah. and it was the very first one. He was against the Dutch champion, a German champion, all these severe chili oh, heads from around the world. No, they were incredible. And I was nervous. I didn't even want to watch him. Really? Yeah. And he said, I need you to be there, dad. So I toughed it out. But now that I've seen you go through it once, I'm fine. I can
0: see you suffering. It's only peppers. <laughs> This is wait, so. Where do you rank on this? With because like you're going, you're traveling the world now. You are like us with the the League of Fire deal. There's some opportunities for these challenges, it's right? Not yeah, one. it's actually okay, I'm not number one. <laughs> I
2: think I'm currently uh,
0: ranked three I think in the world. Three. What a, what an embarrassment for the Scoville family,
2: right? right? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I,
0: it's a, it's a, well, it, so on, many
2: man. people said I can't, We came up against each you other know, three times, and the first time they everybody said you let her win. I'm like. And I don't let anybody win. I'm a fierce competitor. I'd step out of her throat if I could've yeah. beat her. Not really, but I mean, I don't want to lose. So I just, she's legitimately that great. But League of Fire is wonderful because they are throwing a spotlight on people that do what we do, like you and like you. And that's really neat. There's different categories, but I mean, League of Fire has only been around 90 days and they've already had belt matches in three different countries.
0: Now, are the belt matches just straight peppers? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the most times... uh, Shots of hot sauce.
2: Oh, yeah. The the last one started with a shot of super hot sauce to start with.
1: And then the one in what? Belgium started with the shot of uh, Heiko sauce. Yep it was just brutal. And then they just pot out. And the, the, when the last time I met. When you it, tap it, out when you're, you can't. Yeah, you
2: yeah. Well, it, if there's 10 rounds. If it gets to the 10th, the last round is a speed round. And they call it a lunch box. They give you a box like this with like 10 peppers. And oh, my God. Oh, right, rocks. after Different 40 textures,
1: sizes, so shapes.
2: So in two times, one, the first time it went to the speed round, she just beat me. Second time, we both tapped out at the same time. We both ate 50 peppers and we weren't going to eat anymore. I was going to throw up in front of everybody. Yeah. do that. And the third time, I ate 46 and she ate 49. But I mean, if you would put a gun to my head and said, "One more pepper," I would—I would have I pulled the trigger for you. I could not have eaten. What wow,
1: really? That's, that's how more, I felt on the tuba tear. That's it's hard. Really, something else watching her live though. Is you know this what she UK does? Chili queen? Yeah, she's a freak. Yeah, I her. love
2: her to death. But you know what she does? I'll sit there. I'm sweating. I'm blowing my nose every two seconds. And I'm looking like a freak, and yeah, I'm making all these disgusting noises and stuff. And she's just sitting here. Because
0: you don't sell a lot of your other videos on some of like you like you handle the heat. Oh, right?
2: right? yeah, But she just sits here rocking back and forth. Really calm and methodical. I think she goes somewhere.
1: She brings poise to a brutal sport. That's a real thing. I did those duck eggs, and I
0: I had to, like, I can take my head to a different, like. (laughs) That was the thousand-year-old one. Yeah, they're
2: only, like, a few
1: months, so it's. I did. Find uh, your happy
2: place. They were gross. Yeah, when I was in uh, the Philippines, um, my balut which is a decade, that, which is like developed.
0: Yeah. People were telling me to try that. And I looked it up. Well, you, like, oh, that don't
2: look. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was not pleasant. The fir- uh, It was really weird, though. Uh, we think too much. If you, if our brains were here and our taste buds, yeah. it first, if it got to our taste buds first, we'd be fine. Because it tasted amazing. It's just mentally. But the mental, rough. you go. Yeah, all these places. It's I like, like the I'd places eat... that do the fried tarantulas or cockroaches. I haven't that done like... that, but I've eaten like. Uh, Someone told you she...
1: you should eat a spider.
2: La- what do they call A mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, they do. There's some they, animal. I can't remember what to call in. Oh, the bull, I saw because those
0: bell light brothers uh, dude, They ate bowls <laughs> balls. I think. I did. Those bowls. guys don't handle things very well, though. though. I
2: did. I, you know, they're funny. As they're good I hilarious. love those guys. Yes, we're doing a collab with them. Are you really? Yeah, we're doing Tell them I said hello. I'm a fan I of will. their stuff. I will. I love them. So here's what we're going to do. We're, we're suggesting that they said, you do one of our pain videos, and we'll do one of your pepper videos. So what we're going to do is, I want, gonna I, kill I'm i going to spill the beans right now. Hopefully, they'll this hear this and day just day to agree to it. What I want to do is give them both a tube of terror <laughs> and have them go after a tube of terror. And depending on, they're going to shoot us with paintball guns from 10 feet away afterwards to depending on how many uh, peanuts they eat. Like, if they eat the entire tube, they can shoot us 20 times. If I'm going to say there's tube,
0: no way they eat that entire tube after seeing, uh, I, unless they...
2: Well, I'll tell you what. I watched their their plutonium challenge, and they both ate a respective all of Did them. They? Yeah. Oh, yeah. there. destroyed them, danger. though, didn't it? Yeah, it was <coughs> one of the harshest. It's really, you know, those videos are almost tough to watch because they're obviously going through...
0: No one's... They're all in shock, walking around, mumbling them themselves, yeah. throwing up. It was rough. Because those guys, they do, like, ice cream and milk. I haven't done... I just drink water. I do the same thing. Because I feel like, like I don't want to make it,
2: man. Me too. I think the same way. You do. Why would I want to kill the burn? Which but some
0: people they'll give you. you drinking water, but it supposedly it makes it worse, right? It because absolutely it, makes it worse. Yeah, it spreads absolutely. the capsaicin around and puts that burn everywhere. The the mad dog plutonium is that by far the strongest. You because you were saying it's like it, it, it's like glue, kind of roughly.
2: it's um, yeah, it's tar like. It's so thick. Yeah. It's a like resin almost. I don't, it's it's only nine million scoville heat units. I've done sixteen. So sixteen is obviously a whole lot more as far as scoville heat units, but I'm telling you, drinking that vial of plutonium hurt me a lot. What
0: was, more. what are the peanuts again?
2: Um, they have thirteen million scoville extract uh, crystals on them, uh, but we've never had each individual nut tested. I would guess it would be somewhere around two and a half, maybe three million to that.
0: Oh, really? Two million to that? Are maybe. those? Uh, you said the what are the the crystals? Are those? Because I think that was the first time I had the crystals. Are those what probably really got me? Yeah, I mean, it's surreal.
2: I mean, this is the hottest pepper recognized by the Guinness Book, and the hottest it's ever going to get is somewhere around 2.2 million. And there's 13 million Scoville crystals on those nuts so they're much they're
1: they're you know they're, they're going,
2: a lot hotter than most people ever did And it what, was two at a
0: time again? and t- over time it was a time like taking your like you can't just eat them all and nah
2: and you did it by the rules too that was one thing david said. he's like he did it by the rules one at a time you have not done the tube of terror jr the most don't I,
1: yeah you got to <laughs> at some point how can you, you not you no know, i'm going to uh the most i've ever eaten those seven peppers seven no uh, two, Pe- peanuts. uh yeah you want to hear Dude, something great peanuts right peanuts back junior
2: wrong. just graduated this past july high school congratulations
1: yeah. uh, a month before you're he a graduated, big kid
0: too you he's a big boy you, are you fully grown yet or no
2: no i no, still so, i
1: didn't hit my growth spurt until my junior how tall are you taller than me i'm six two like Jeez. i'm i'm really short from six three
0: yeah no you're yeah because i'm right at like around six two you're taller than me Jeez. But, but uh, maybe I'm a little under. I'm a little under six two, six one and three quarters. I
1: think you're is. way stronger
0: than me, though. <laughs> we just started You <laughs> know, know, I'm going to the gym. Back to We're going to the gym now. We Are start you really? going yeah. like yeah. To change gym. your life, man? It, it's a whole. It's a mindset thing. Uh, you know, I used to get. I, I got a you whole gym. Tell out by here.
2: looking at me, but I was ripped like three years ago when I started the channel. I was. Well, you, like, you used to be in WCW and the Goldberg, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I like. You told me that. I laughed. I've been accused of being Goldberg myself. You want to know who you look like? You start a YouTube channel and you will let people. Come out of the Woodworks Town. I look like Robert De Niro. I look like John Malkovich. I look like Goldberg. I look like there's so many people. People tell me I look like. I'm just Johnny,
0: man. People like to talk on social media. That is for sure. Well,
2: you could put a picture of a newborn baby, and there's somebody's gonna say something bad about That's
0: it. That's what uh, <laughs> we never address it. We try not to. You try not to. Yeah. I uh, I try to do it with love, and then I have people that actually uh, a team that will go and block the really the really really hateful right. ones, and just get them. I'm trying to help them. If I bother you that much, I
1: don't. I want I want
0: you to feel better.
2: You know, what but, we've been doing lately. Junior had a great idea. Tell me what we've been doing with the comments lately
1: oh so every single great. time we've got the or like a really rough comment we'd pin it so it'd be at the top so everyone can see it yep and that's and where everybody else see it and they'd always delete it. like someone said uh they did a they did a video in the in the coffee shop we go to every day and uh they the waitresses and the waiter ate a peanut and i didn't eat peanuts so someone said that i wimped out and then we pinned it and he deleted the comment They usually do. I had Ken Shamrock on here. No way. uh, The world's
0: baddest man, the baddest man on the planet. He uh, and I had actually this that book, The Energy Code. uh, Doctor Sue Mortar changed my life. That book came in my PO box mysteriously. No way. Don't know who sent it. It just showed up. Yeah, and I don't know who sent it. She didn't. The author didn't. I still don't know. Still don't know to this day. And I read. I I get books. I've gotten books before in there, and like usually they're weird ones. And I I, because I read all the time. That one, I turn it around though. I'm big on like the law of attraction and positivity. And this is probably yeah. why we get along already. No, no and, the, and on the back was all the people on the secret. And I go, okay, I'm going to check this book out. Absolutely. And I, I was reading it and it was, it really, because the, the book, the secret and all those, it, that one really resonated with me on different things on, on kind of negative energy and getting rid of some negative energy around me that I had not that kind of became oblivious to and in more feeling good too and all this other stuff but that happened and then I had shamrock on and usually you'd block the comments and I'd have fun with it sometimes in an entertaining way but I changed my entire approach like on Twitter and everything when I get a really really hateful negative and I really feel it and it gets through and it hits me right because that's what was happening And I've gotten a lot of hate over the years over all made up stuff and whatnot people and if it would come through and it hits you, you're the one that feels it, though, no matter... Even if you block them, it still penetrates you. So the doctor, though, actually, it was... For me, in talking to Ken, he goes, Ryan. When I get really hateful comments, I respond back with love and kindness, and uh, and I it's just something I go, that's Ken Shamrock saying that. Wow. And but and that doctor told me some stuff, and I started responding and practicing, really feeling sorry for them because you do have to practice it. Oh man, mm-hmm. well it's not our the default caveman, mode. the Neanderthal, and yeah, he just wants to rip their head off rip their arms off, beat them to death, and be, be done with them. <laughs> it was so trying to practice this, and I found that when I something gets too through and actually bothers me and I respond back with love and kindness that it doesn't hurt me. And I feel that I did my part. And then Ken also added, and he goes, also, Ryan, that when I do that, it also exposes them to all my followers. And I let them handle the dirty exactly.
2: work. <laughs> well, you know what? Which
0: is pitting the comment. Yeah, exactly. And let, let them learn their lesson on how not to act.
2: That's beautiful. You know? When you forgive somebody, you think it's for the person that did you wrong? It's for you. Yeah. Like, I'm way too selfish to not forgive somebody. I'm yeah. never going to carry that crap around. So I, I'm learning I, that I on different aspects. I before they ever even ask for it. I mean, the second I'm wrong, whether they ask for it or not, they're already
0: forgiven. And I mean that. I think most people have trouble with that. And me, like I've had to do that with WWE. This, there's some really personal things that happen. Well, I can, and, yeah, but I can't forget. My thing is I've had to forgive, but you can't forget because I can't be, Oh, I'm going to go back under those circumstances and give No, but you, I, you have to let it go and learn because if you don't, it just eats you up. It doesn't hurt anybody else. Right. But that's where it, it's hard for a lot of people to do that. But holding on to it will It'll destroy a person. Well, that's a fact. Well, it goes back
2: to the secret, because whatever you're putting out, the energy is coming back. Yeah. You,
0: know? you can't feel good if you're holding on to that.
2: No, and I've had so many people that mock the secret. Oh, you just wish for something? I got to tell you something. I can tell you stories you wouldn't believe about how this the secret is absolutely yeah. The fact that I'm sitting right here is proof of it. I've
0: had it. The moment I, I made that book, that energy codes, I made a few switches. I get contacted by the bioaccelerator company from my back, which I was still dealing with pain right. in my back and shoulder to pay for all my treatment. And like, I mean, this has happened my whole life when, but the key is, is the feeling good part and in opening yourself up to just ask, believe are the two easiest right. things. Because we can all ask all day long believing it's the next hardest. Right. And then actually being open to receiving to feeling it is the hardest thing because you actually have to be fully in on that. To me, the hard thing was, or the biggest change was having an immediate
2: attitude of gratitude. The yeah. more yep. gratitude, the more you appreciate what you've got. Yeah. I mean, I I I've lived my, I my try to live my life that like at any given moment, something absolutely unbindical Believable is going to happen to me, yeah. and when I started living my life that way, all the time, absolutely amazing things are happening to me. And
0: I don't know if it's that I'm more in tune to it, or if that, that it's just happening more. But I'm running with it, and you feel that excitement. Well, that's the thing is the in the feeling aspect, and they, they you got to feel like you have the million dollars, even and, though you don't, then, even though you don't, because that's the you feel good and just excited. And another thing, that book that got through to me was I get to, it's not, I have to, it's, I get to, and I, I get to, I get to hang out and I get to eat these hot peppers. Uh, I, not, it's not, I have to, when you I, you say I get to, it changes your whole state of mind to a state of gratefulness. Absolutely. And that's a lot of people have, have difficulty with that.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm a big believer because you got to think about the the whole concept of the secret is that what you think about the most is what you become in life, but what you feel is what you attract. And there's where the dilemma is because the default mode of man is not to be joyous and happy about things you don't have yet. Yeah. So it's just like you said, if you can really ha- convince yourself of that that's the of hardest that joy. part, but if you start with the attitude of gratitude, it's genuine because you're,
0: th- you're thankful yeah. for things you got. Yep. So simple. I talked to people too. And I thought on the drop and bombs podcast and cause a lot of people go, like, how do I start? How do I start? I don't. And I said, just treat people good. That's actually the be- the most, cause what happens is we get mad over things and we get angry and then we take that anger with us and we care. And then you, you know, you're walking, you're going in the bank just, and you know, there's a woman walking behind you and you're just fucking, you don't hold the door open because you're in a bad mood when you just take a second and hold that door open and that woman, oh, thank you. And all of a sudden... Just a little shift like that could carry over to, to ten different areas for the day, but we hold on to this anger and, and things. So uh, practicing being good to other humans isn't always easy. No, it's the
2: hardest. It's the hardest to actually to put into, into effect and to actually do. But it is the first step, and it comes back to you tenfold, though. Because I'm telling you, the more I can't begin to tell you, the things that are
0: happening every single day in my life. It's bizarre. Yeah, but it's just the energy you put out there. But you see, you know, like with the secret. Johnny Jr.'s back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Just changing a battery.
2: Thank you there. He's, the, he's our
0: tech guy. Yeah, very. It was smooth. You got It It was quick. Yeah, That was like changing the tires of a race car. It was... <laughs> I watched it and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, in the This is the Grant Cardone guy. He has a book called 10X, which is 10X, like 10 times the effort. If you think you're working hard, you need to 10X it. Amen. And I understood that with the secret. As soon as I read it and having like a positive mindset and that there's and typically when you're in the right frame of mind, you'll do the work. It's not go lie in bed all day yeah. and drink quartz lights and smoke marijuana and I'm gonna have five million dollars if I keep this up. Like there's a there's a, a real work ethic thing to well, it sure. as well. But the energy and just putting yourself and I've talked to like Brad. It's not just opening yourself up to that energy. Great things can start happening. Amen. In Immediately, the, in the, no, where the, sure. the work right. thing isn't necessarily play a part into that. Yeah. But but the, here's the thing that you gotta you gotta be looking for it. If you
2: yeah. it starts just you know what it is? It's just a paradigm shift because most you realize it's, to me it's like the law of gravity. If I drop these peppers a million times, a million times they're going to the ground. Yeah. If two people jump off a building and one believes in the law of gravity and one doesn't, they're both hitting the ground at the same speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, the law of the secret. It, it, the law of attraction, it's just as much of a law as the gravity is. But when you're in the game, whether you play it or not, yeah. and so many people don't realize that, and that's horrifying to me, all that negativity out there because that just fuels it. It's horrible.
0: When I first came across that book, I was terrified of where my mind was. I was living in Louisville, Kentucky. I would, got released from WWE Developmental, not even making it into developmental, and got caught up with a girl for a year raising her baby, Had formed a drinking problem for about a year, which I was able to stop, but I, I chose to do it. it just kind of hit my, that was my rock right. bottom. And then I came across this book and realized, All the negative thoughts I had all the time. You weren't even aware of it. I was so overwhelmed. I had to keep reading that book. I went and got the DVD and I had to watch it every night. Because what happens is... For me, it was becoming aware then of stopping it when it would start. Right. Because that was something I didn't even know what was going on. Right. And a lot it of eye-opening? Was it earth-shattering when yeah, you realize it? was it? really... Like, and, wow. But then when you start seeing the shift and when you're... Wait a second. Well,
2: it's just like losing weight. The second you lose a few pounds and you look at it, you can see it, it motivates you to do more. The second you start something like that, you'll see positive things happening. Yeah. And it makes you want to go further with
0: it. It is... It, to me, it, it's changed the entire just... scope.
2: we were... We, listen, we've been... Studying you, we're fans, big fans. I oh, love your you. show, but man, what your career, what you've been through, it's been a bit no man, it's unbelievable. So, I mean, that, that, that you thank have you. the attitude that you have now, yeah, I, I, well, everything is sure sort of
0: marvel. I will say, and again, the Sue Mortar, this is what really uh helped me, and it's been in stages. Injuries have always allowed for my greatest shifts in, in, in my mindset throughout right. my life in different points, but that book for that, the one biggest thing I got from it was everything that happens to me is for for my favor and benefit. That if we just accept that, no matter what, our lives will be drastically better. And because there's been certain things, and I'm positive on a lot of things, but I was holding on to some anger still on some really things that probably would destroy a lot of people. And then, but it had done some damage to me as well. And the moment I adopted that, nope, this is all happening. Now you really
2: feel like you've left that? It's off. It's gone.
0: Yeah. Wow. Like I, Do you guys want a victory? Because a lot of people It's would have happened in that. stages though.
2: A lot of people would have allowed that to seep in and, and yeah. totally
0: take over who they are and it could destroy a person. Well, it's happened in stages with me too because I've always been aware of the and like, but I would hold on to it at time; it would come back and then I would have to, nope. And then that book though, as soon as I just said, nope, this has all happened for me to be who I'm going to be. Like the story isn't a sprint. It's a marathon happens. Man. And like, even like, but periods of like this, the five disc fusion and shoulder replacement, oh. I don't even look at as that bad. And I look back and I'm going to look back at this and be like, holy fuck. That was like, yeah. one, that was the most important period of my life. And, but at the time, cause of it's through all this learning and teachings, I've been able to through elevations and just different periods escalate myself. But it's, uh, there's so many people that go through so much shit, man. And like, that's, to me, it's just putting out and being honest and Trying to put you out good. Just so stay you can on the him. path, Ron. Because yeah. You're going to, you're, um, we've been watching your growth. It's just taking on. No, thank so you. Exciting. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, though, for me, and like, it's good. And now that, because pain and stuff, I kind of secluded myself for a little bit and had to mm-hmm. with everything going on to get better. Now that I find that I've opened myself up again a lot more. But people like Gary Vaynerchuk, who messages me and says, keep doing what you're doing. He goes, you know, and I thought, I go, I messaged him back. This was a couple of years ago, a few years ago. I go, are you, are you, I go, are you effing with me? And and he goes, no, no. He goes, keep doing what you're doing. And then, uh, Dean Graziosi is another guy in that game. And he messaged me. He says, I really like your stuff. And I'm like, Okay, this is I'm doing what I like and enjoy, and it's. But here's the thing: you have such a great personality. They're watching. We talked earlier. It's
2: like, man, when people watch you, they're watching. They 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 feel you either love me or hate me, John. Well, that's it's, the deal. But they feel a connection. The people no, that, they Junior they hates me. More. You love me. that's the way it is. No, but here's thing, Dad, let's go. You Feel a connection <laughs> when you feel like people. You're relatable. You're There's not a fake bone in your body. You can I can't tell be. That.
0: Yeah, that's what I. That, that's what bothers me about wrestling too. Is it's a lot of bull, bullshit, fake stuff, and I don't. I can't. Well, the weird thing is that I get, I get that it's predetermined
2: ahead of time. Yeah. If it's going to be predetermined ahead of time, the money should be the same.
0: Yeah, they I wrote a blog not, on all that,
2: too. They should not... Because seriously, yeah, yeah. if they're deciding who the winner is, they're literally deciding who's going to make yeah. it and who's not. Well, that's, that's not cool. I talked to this Because uh,
0: everybody's working their butt off. Yeah, the and they're on the road and there's... But so the, I wrote a whole blog when I left because I knew I was done. And it wasn't for me. It was for my friends that I knew that was getting screwed over. Right. And, that, and there were some people I got a lot of criticism for it from people that... What you guys shouldn't all make the same. John Cena shouldn't make the same as a guy at the lowest end. I go well. That lowest guy's there because he's told he's there, and he's John's there because those guys agreed to let him be there. And John makes way more because of his merchandise, so he's going to make more anyways with that. But there should be a the. There's such a drastic difference in the salaries. Is it really big? It's enormous. There's from a difference of a guy that can retire after a year to a guy that would have to stay there his whole life and then not really have all that much when he leaves and have all the physical damage. Well, that's the thing, you know. The, it's Money's the, a little better now than what it's even when I was there, but
2: it's... To me, it's like, I was talking to Junior, he's a big boy, you know. He played a, fo- a little bit of football in yeah. high school, but I'm so glad he didn't play it like hardcore and go really after because if you're not going to play pro ball mm-hmm. and then make a career out of it, like I'm hurting now from what happened to me in high school. I'm still in pain. Yeah. So I'm glad that, you know, it's not worth it. With Wrestlers, the, man, I feel, uh, talk about a
0: rough. They died the youngest, I think NFL's right, right oh, they're, after. Wait, oh, no. Oh, yeah, they were way worse than NFL. Yeah, wrestlers are way younger yeah. than oh, NFL, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. NFL is like the next one, I believe. But those guys with the concussions, like Junior Seau, those guys, the guys I grew up watching, they just... They... If I told
2: you how many I had in my life, you would, you'd be really? scared to be seeing What did you do to get them, the concussions? Uh, football for four years in school, at yeah. least one a season, two or three car accidents,
0: skiing. I bet I've had 15 documented. Really? You know those stem, the bioaccelerator stem cells, they're actually, they inject the stem cells in the spinal cord. It goes right to the brain and regenerates the brain. They're doing a lot of the UFC guys that are all brain dead now, the Matt Hughes and the different guys. Right. And they're getting back. It's coming back. Wow. Yeah. It's, I didn't do the spinal cord See? one because I never had any, I've never knocked concussions. I've done the neck machine since I was a kid. I read when I was a youngster, I heard Mike Tyson trained his neck because it was like a shock absorber for punches and boxers. I went, my 24 hour fitness I used to go to had a neck machine. So as a kid, I'm in there doing the neck machine and I have one in my gym now. I do it once a week and I've never had a concussion. Not to say I'm sure I can get one very easily, but in doing pro wrestling and I've got, I've got, I've got rocked. I think once by Rob Van Dam got me with a kick pretty good and I got, it was on live TV. I go, ah, and they got it on camera and.
2: Nice. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, where it's uh,
2: it's a scary thing. I mean, that's why everybody will say that wrestling's fake. When somebody's picking somebody up from six feet and slamming no. them on their back, I don't care what you say, that's as real as it is. Uh, the power
0: man. stuff with wrestling is the most real part. You can't fake picking people exactly. up. Exactly,
2: or just so some of the stuff they're doing now. It just seems like it's yeah. a, someone's gonna. It's get, turned into it's, a, it's a, little a
0: acrobatics um, uh, heavily. It, where it never, it's still
2: spectacular. I
0: mean, yeah. it's like, like there are moves that seem life risking almost. You know what I mean? And it's it's a whole different conversation with. That's a lot of people, the ratings are lower than ever because it's not drawing to regular people as much. Right. Because it's not, it doesn't look like a fight. It's a whole other discussion because wrestling used to be built around like believable people. It's kind of not the name of the game right now. Right. And What rating, caused that shift, do you think? Uh, there's multiple reasons. WWE did away with it because they, they pay the guys less and they don't have to. They don't have to. Oh, rate. so if the person, ah, makes And sense. it's kind of, um, and you could teach anyone to do that. Elf literally could teach anyone to do it and it's, it's just. The there you way. go, Junior. You ready? You can, Tomorrow, you're right going to go in the gym with Ryback. We'll get you in. The, uh, get you in. You no, know, you don't even have to work out anymore. You didn't know for pro wrestling. The guy, there's a lot of them that don't even work out anymore. It's just. Moving. It's crazy. It. Yeah, I'm not even watching. Well, they still got to be able to take. Gang slam you want to back. though to be take care of yourself for yeah. health reasons and whatnot. I just say. How much of your career were you hurt? The oh, pain all the time. like you're always, I mean, you, can't, you, know, you can't finish a match and not have issues. Yeah. And so in, right? here, here's the ribbon with wrestling the moment, and like, this would happen all the time. You Because you deal with nagging injuries all the time and constantly, just and like you would start feeling good and you feel good. It would always happen. Like a live event, I'd get a couple days home, I'd feel great, go back, show up in Dayton, Ohio. We got a live event and do the live event, and the, everything in the match is going great. Then all of a sudden, just something stupid and I'm hurt. Like a little rant, like, and it would always, you're like, wait, and you finally feel good after months of being hurt on one other thing. And it goes to something else. Right. Like the pain just moves around your body because you, you're wrestling five nights a week. So it's not, so yeah, you, you, like, you don't even have a chance to let your body, they don't want them. you to, you become numb and then do a lot of things. And it's and then, that's what I was telling you with my injuries. And then they and they, so the wrestlers don't think about this, but those days turn into months, turn into years really quickly. And they're giving you pain medicines to keep you on the road every week and you start becoming reliant on that and all of us have such pride, and you want to go out there and like. For me, I didn't want to go out to a live event and not wrestle like I would on TV or pay per view. I wanted to give them the hold. I want them sure. to see Ryback like the yeah. full the full speed. Correct. I can't I can't do anything. No here. half speed. So if I'm really hurt and I know I can't go full speed, and then they give you the the pain medicine so that you can go full speed, and the intentions are all pure why you're doing it. In that, at least for me, it was. But then you're dealing with these repercussions later of you shouldn't be doing, and there's nobody to kind of control that part of it. Right. And it, it's a really, it's a nasty part of the business. Can I ask you another question about
2: wrestling? Yeah. Because I'm
0: curious. It's fake.
2: So let's say, <laughs> so let's say like, like let's say there's a- It's
1: oh, our podcast now.
2: Right? So this is a true podcast. So let me ask you a question though. Would they say to you, like, let's say that on Saturday, next Saturday, there's an event. They come in and say, all right, Ron, you're going to lose.
0: Yeah. You're going to lose this one. And here's how. They don't even tell you. They don't give you a week, and they tell you the day of. Like, Shut they, up, really?
2: No. Do they tell you how, how well or is it? And, and, and this is where it's going to happen, this is the move that's going to
0: happen? Or do they let you guys figure it out? No, they... So, it, it depends on the one time... Because
2: you're uh, pulling back the curtain right now on
0: Oz. The, I'm seeing stuff I've always yeah, wondered yeah. about. No, this is... Uh, today's wrestling fans all know this from all the interviews people have done. They... Um, like so, when I was Intercontinental Champion, they were. It was in. A, I was in a contract dispute, and whether they were going to take the title off me or not, they they were going to because we were at a an dispute, and that was kind of the first little step to probably get me to try to sign. It was uh, losing to this guy Kevin Owens, and they actually brought me in to the office. With uh, I don't know if Vince was in there or Hunter. I think it was Triple H in that one. And they he goes, "Are you okay with this?" And I was like, "I oh, yeah." I go, "No," because I already knew I was kind of on my way out at this point, and so I didn't make it a big deal and whatnot. But that was the only time they ever really asked, as far as like losing, yeah. if I wanted. And that was the one time. But usually they'll have a producer that comes out after their meetings and they'll be like, all right, this is what we're doing. This guy's going to win. This, this is what they want. This is what Vince wants. And then if you do have a problem with it, you would go and you would talk to Vince Wow. And whatnot. Which was a
2: waste of your time. Probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because once they make up their mind, like, exactly. I, and they don't want to, like, there were certain things you where you go and you get a little more information from them. But, but the, like, man, I don't miss any of that anymore. Cause that was the most like, well, you look happy. You have, you look like,
2: you can't yeah, fake well, I that. got out. I got well, my help back. I got my money. You can't and fake happiness. I was yeah. watching when you were talking about doing the squat, the, you would just start, but you were doing more stuff. Yeah. Man, you could see. I feel like I'm getting a second chance. Yeah, 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 you were just kind of. You had a look on your face, and there was a tone in your voice like this dude's. Fi- has got a second chance. It's like voice. out of
0: a movie. I have my brain,
2: but that you th- can. But that came across Thank so well you. in that video. That was cool. You
0: know, it's. I think maybe extra for me because I have my back every day. Well, I had it taken away. I left. People don't understand. Like, I I didn't ultimately want to leave at that point in time. I had a lot to still for what I wanted to achieve. And I had to kind of restructure some stuff and reshuffle stuff and not put all my happiness into a thing that wasn't real, essentially. And that helped me a lot. Like life wise like, I had goals that depended on other people right. to make that happen, and, and like, and then financially, it taught me like this drive that I have now to be self-dependent and to, to, and have my own business. This was all kind of coming already and coming in place, but that job taught me and them giving me a good amount of money at times, and then working five times as hard and making a lot less and having no control over it right. and not being explained, asking questions, not getting answers. I, that's when I realized, I go, I never, doesn't matter how cool the job is. I never want to work for another human being for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, I would, so, but that's why I'm saying everything happens for your favor and benefit. If that didn't happen. Well, you wouldn't be
2: here. I, I, I so would, you, Yeah. Yeah. I think everything we're, like he, where he is, you know, a week before he he graduated, you know what this my wonderful son does? Mm-hmm. Junior brings a tube of terror to school and gives peanuts oh, to no, kids in school. And high
1: okay, school. No, 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 no. This sounds no small.
2: like tw- How many kids were in the way, bathroom barfing?
1: You're making it way worse. This sounds like a horror. Yeah, thing. this is like That's weapons wrong. grade. Weapon the, yeah. grade like okay. peanut. like No, so I left it out. And I said, Don't take any Yeah, but when you leave so a tube of peanuts out in a high school and say, Don't oh, take it. Can- oh, that ain't it, so bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I said no, nah, no seriousness though. I said it's hot. If you if you if you don't do hot foods, don't eat it. If you do hot foods you wanna try it, then I'll give you one, but it's not my fault. And they said, All right, cool. So I gave it to them. So it's kinda on them. That's
2: kind of odd. though I'm man. so I'm so lucky they even let you. Grab. I didn't even find this out until he's standing in a gown afterwards. And he goes, "Yeah, I was talking to me." That's when he tells me he brings a tuba terror to school. Yeah, you, the,
0: you guys were. I so saw you guys were handed. You went around in the UK, right, and gave those. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we went. That, to that was fun. We Did people handle handle them okay? Um, Surprisingly. <laughs> I thought they handled it great. I, but yeah. yeah. There's a difference between eating one or two of those things and eating, eating that them. entire oh, yeah. tube. They combine. They, no, they, they Here's they,
2: the thing that people like. Let's say, hypothetically, each of these peppers are a million Scoville. If yeah. you eat all three, you haven't eaten three million Scoville, mm-hmm. you've eaten three one million Scoville peppers. Yeah. So, But it compounds on each other, it makes each one seem a lot it's worse, stacks, so by the yeah. end of that, those last peanuts, they're by weight, an, an ounce and a half of nuts it's not mind numbing. It's like surreal. It's just, you know what? For most people, it's a kind of
1: hot, they couldn't even fathom. It's a dirty trick, man. So By the realize. way, again,
0: when did you when did you start all this? For you, what like what led you? The into Tube the, of terror, the channel. No, the no the, the the when you started eating hot stuff. Oh wow, well, I was a kid about his age, Did your father, or anything. Oh, my
2: have, dad loved pepperoncini's and peppers and stuff, and kind of turned me on. Yeah, and I kind of ran with. it. I got my first pepper buzz. I was about thirteen in a pizza restaurant. I put too much peppers on my pizza. Yeah, And my dad's like, "You're gonna waste that." And I didn't want to waste it, so I ate it. And got a, a door from Reg and I was a kid. i would never been a buzz I had a buzz in my life before. And I was sitting here at the table thinking, Does everybody feel like this? And That's that, the thing you were talking like, about, people,
0: you can get buzzes from oh, this so
2: right? you know why that happens? And you know, your body ends up feeling like you're it's dying.
0: Yeah. And oh, yeah, tube it, it Yeah, it's like, hey, I, wait. It's I like, know very nah, well, Jack.
2: Nah, nah, <laughs> We have a problem in our throat quickly, send dopamine. And your body, you know, dopamine releases that. It's like your body's naturally uh, made opiate. Yeah. And it sends it to, for relief, and you get this amazing high. I've been, I mean, I'm telling you, the high I was in Belgium, I've never felt anything like that. I felt like I'm old. I don't know. You don't remember this. You remember the old Maxwell commercials? Is it, live or, no, is it live or is it Memrex? The guy sitting in the chair with his wind blowing back. It was in every Rolling Stone magazine. It was, a, it was an old tape. OK. Years ago, how realistic it was. Is it live or is it Memrex? And it looks like he's getting blown back in his chair, going 150 miles an hour. I was sitting there in a chair, sitting still, and I swear to you, I felt like I was going at light speed. Really, my ears were popping. I, I every single cell in my body was tingling and sparking
0: all at once. It was incredible. I
2: okay. got. I wish I could have extended. I would have done anything to keep that. So,
0: going. this level that you're at now, this took time for you to get to. that, Do you think, or I mean, if you just once uh, you get a certain point, it kind of. Uh, yes and no. I mean, you got just kind of once you're all in, you're all in. Yeah, There's yeah. a girl in
2: uh, Newcastle, Northern. Uh, England, I was in a chili contest with Junior. Oh, Adele. Wow. And Adele sat, sits up next to me. She's a newcomer. When I tell you newcomer, 31 days before that contest, she had never eaten a hot pepper. Wow. And she made it to the final and, and got to a speed round with me. And you,
1: man.
2: And, I, and so she, this is a woman who's never eaten anything hot in her whole life. So I think tolerances can be built super fast. And then you said that one, there's a guy that ate 120 peppers, he says he doesn't feel he, you said? His name is Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I was with him. He's a great guy. He's, you know.
0: I feel like you hate him. <laughs>
2: I, I said that that's there's, so there, there's I, some
0: heat here. That's the greatest. He's a good thing guy, and I felt they were stressed at uh, the uh, face on uh, that. I
2: feel like you hate him. <laughs> no, he's
0: really cool. Actually, we were in. <laughs> We, we did a contest in <laughs> South Carolina. You as Con- enthusiastic about it as you did with like, the UK Chili Queen. Yeah. So here's the deal with that guy, uh, Dustin, that
2: who I, I do hate love. you so much. No, listen, <laughs> he's not as, Shane is a lot prettier than you, you. You do like him. Yeah, I do. We, we spent time in South Carolina at a pepper contest uh, at Ed Curry's place in South Mill, or Fort Mill. And it was about an hour before the event, and we're at this place. And for something like this, as long as I have food in my gut, I'm fine. Yeah. For a big contest, I don't prep at all, though. Nothing. Really? Because if I put... Put a crouton in my stomach. That space is taking up space that a pepper ought to be. Uh, so I don't prep at all for big ones. So it was about an hour before the contest, and I ha- I ate that day five French fries and a sip of Diet Coke. That's all I ate all day because I need to leave room for peppers. Yeah. He orders a burger, this a, a pork sandwich, pulled pork sandwich. I swear to you, it was this big. Yeah. I said, dude, what are you doing? He goes, I'm getting lunch. I said, you know, there's a pepper contest in about an hour. He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, you're going to have to eat 50 peppers. Dude. Some he people goes, I'm eat good. massive amounts so, of food. But he told me, he says he doesn't feel pain. But he's, you know, I'll tell you something. 122 peppers. If, if you gave me 122 Cherry tomatoes. I don't think I could eat that many cherry tomatoes. Did he, it's no, a did he throw thing.
0: those
1: up after? Or no, oh, yeah. no. He had, no, no he, 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 he said he digested them. He didn't, he I, I can. D- I, love
2: I love the guy. I can this is where this. the hate's coming. <laughs> in. This is, here we go. No, I doubt. I doubt. Spill the beans, if, Johnny, if, he, right if he were to call in, I guarantee you, he would tell you that he purged some of those. He didn't pass 122. He, he got that's some the, of them. You know, I hope if he, I hope he's not lying on that. If he, because that's you wouldn't want people to. Well, I did. I passed. I, I drank a bottle of plutonium, and I tried to
0: purge it all afterwards, yeah. and I didn't get it all. And I was literally sick for three days straight. I told you those that tubaterra. That was I felt like I was going to throw up, and I almost did. And it like, but it burned so bad. Up, yeah. It my it, like my th- like all the way up, and then but I was like, I can't, I can't throw this up. Well, since we're talking about that, that's one thing that happens.
2: Like if I ate these three peppers, each pepper is going to irritate my throat. Yeah. So when I fu- swallowed all three of them, my throat's been irritated by three. Peppers. If I barf them up, it's six peppers. Uh, so no matter what it does, you throw coming back, it's almost worse coming up. So after a big contest, when you're eating 50 peppers, getting those up
0: is a really the uncomfortable thing. What's the, the best prep for people listening if they're going to go into something hot, like a peanut butter sandwich? Uh, what do you, I've heard what uh, do you uh,
1: bananas. Eat? Yeah, what do you eat? Milk. Uh, what I learned from Justin Romo, who's the New Zealand chili champion, he coats his stomach with uh, rice pudding. Really? Yeah. yeah. He ate a whole jar of of rice He ate a pudding. whole can of rice pudding, then did the contest against Shahina and went to the speed round.
2: Yeah. I think that as long as there's something in my gut, I'm fine. Yeah. I don't need, yeah. I know some guys have a specific thing they do every single time ah, I I can't count on that stuff I, being around me all the time. I know. So as Shahin, long as I have
1: something. Yeah. Before know she, you guys do you know, that. Oh, sorry. oh no, sorry. Go ahead. I said, I know Shahina always does, she always has like a peanut butter sandwich or a banana. banana. That's a what banana she told me. always yeah. does the yep. best.
0: And then I did, uh, I had pumpkin, gum, the pumpkin, um, what's a sweet, is it a sweet potato? Sweet canned potato sweet pie. potato. Mm-hmm. The, um yeah, I think it was canned sweet, pumpkin or canned sweet potato. I can't remember. But for my dog, for her stomach, and because uh, she was a little irritated. And I had the half a can. I ate some of that today, too, uh, before the, the peanut well, butter sandwich. and eat, uh mashed potatoes. It's another yeah. good thing. Starchy, kind of just takes up space. I've noticed, too. I've been using, is it a sriracha? A sriracha? Um, oh, yeah. i never had, had that before. That, That's amazing. I've been eating it now. I eat it on every Everything, meal. Right? So Everything, like, so good. But it was a little hot at first compared to, I was and like, now it's, not, it's right? not even hot. But I'm like, what's happening to it's me? You like, are a pepper junkie. It's it's in
2: mid-transformation. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, <laughs> well, You're a scary beast right now. I can't imagine what you'll be if you keep it up. But yeah, yeah, you got the good. bug. You got the bug. It's a fun thing to do and you're into it. And No, people are responding we're gonna, we to got a good challenge well.
0: coming up here where we're going to get into yeah, here we do. for the next for for the YouTube. You got a bunch of fresh peppers. I do. Here, right? We got
2: some peppers from Seriously Hot Peppers, my friend Tommy Broom down in Florida. He owns the Psychad Jungle. And what we've got is pods ranging from 120,000 Scoville heat units all the way up to... The Reaper. Uh, no. Well, mm-hmm. the Reaper's Two point two million, but these right here, my man, are dragon's breath. Uh Now, when the dragon's breath pepper first came out, I kid you not. If you read about it, it says that it was it's you know hot enough to give you labored breathing, give you trouble breathing, and could kill a person.
0: You're trying to kill me. Feed me more.
2: Um, I ate five and then and I'm still here, so I think we may want to munch one of these just to get an idea of the flavor.
0: Is that um, uh, that is that the hottest you think probably or no? Out of all of them,
2: probably. <laughs> it
0: probably it probably is. Uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to say.
2: These could be right up there. You know, another funny thing. These are uh, chocolate pies. We're
0: going to start on when we do this. So we're going to start mild, right? Yeah, we'll start. Out.
2: We'll start with a mild one. Maybe we'll just eat three peppers each. We'll go with a mild, and medium, and a super.
0: We'll one. see how we'll see, we'll see how it goes on that. Yeah, do the three. I have friends
2: it. that like. You know what he's going to do? He's going to get all
0: crazy on you and out, out eat you. Anymore. No, I so I am very. That's how I know I how I am, and I also don't want to die though either. I know yeah. you. Well, just, so far we have a good relationship. This is working out pretty well. Yeah, so I don't want to, to go, be like you and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I would <laughs> like this to be like you and the you like, and Shana. Yeah, I don't know if I want it to be like that necessarily. I don't know. This would like us to be on good terms. Yeah, I don't want to die though. Yeah, we wouldn't do yeah. that too. You. No, you're. I, yeah, you're, I think we got to make sure though. no peppers are on the ground for the dogs. I, oh yeah, that's the, oh, and you know, the thing is.
2: That they will, that it happens. I've seen some videos. I had a woman about two years ago call me and I was in traffic. I get home and I hear, mind you, this message was left. Mad, about a, no, it's crazy. About an hour. The message was left Hour. I was in traffic, so I couldn't hear it. It was a woman. She goes, John, I don't know who to talk to, Johnny. You're the only one. And she messaged me through Facebook Messenger. She goes, my like eight month old granddaughter. Just ate a scotch bonnet. Now, she didn't eat the whole thing. It was a cut-up pepper, half on the table. She reached, grabbed it, and stuck the scotch bonnet in her mouth and chewed on it for just long enough to realize that it was a horrible thing. Spit it out, and the kid was straight freaking out. And she goes, what should I do? Should I take her to the hospital? But I got home an hour. I I didn't duck her message. I didn't see it. So by the time I got it, I said... By now she's probably fine, you know. If you did take her to the hospital, all they're gonna do is give her dairy, like you yeah. would. And she messaged me back, said she's fine now. I'm sure she won't ever do that again. I'm like, or oh, she's yeah. gonna be a chili head and she's gonna be looking for those. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Start her really young, right? I was gonna ask you too. I got the, I ordered a chocolate bar. It's a small one. Are those really? Because someone was saying those. It's the, why is the chocolate bars? Are those those are pretty bad, right? Um, uh, Willie Pete's? I don't know what you're talking. I got to awesome. Moab. Uh um, yeah, it looks like it's
2: just like a little box, like it's not a little like, square, single square. Yeah, no. I don't. Okay, the, uh, that could be the one from Roger Trier through Will, uh, what Willie Pete. Yeah, but I came in the name the of the world hottest chocolate, or yeah. selling, like the challenge um, bar. They're hot. I have a, I did two collaborations with him. It's called the Chili Cherry Nightmare. He called me and goes, "What's the if you could do a, a candy bar with me, what would you do?" I said, "Dark chocolate cherries." And do they taste Reapers. like chocolate or is it? Oh yeah. Okay. Now, but they taste like chocolate. It tastes you can really taste the the uh, cherries as well. But the problem is, like in the bar he made for me, there's eighteen carol reapers per candy bar oh my god
1: oh no let me the bar i i've only ever had a sliver maybe that yeah. thin and it was hot it's crazy
0: everything hot. i've seen the chocolate is there
1: something with the
2: chocolate i don't know but, uh, white chocolate we i hotter. think i think that the chocolate almost has a similar cooling Sensation like like dairy does. Yeah. So it kind of helps me a little bit, but we did two a dark chocolate and a white chocolate, and both both recipes have the same number of peppers. And so the white chocolate bar is so hot. And here's the thing: it's a it's a challenge bar. So you have to eat the entire half pound bar in ten minutes, no relief, and then a five minute afterburn. Oh wow! And there are people that have done two of them. It's just I'm just a Chilean. I'm nothing special. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: No, this is what an interesting thing I've fallen into. You know, it's funny.
2: Years yeah, ago, you're stuck now. Yeah. Years <laughs> ago, I had some. I watched a video, and someone referred to the Chile community. And yeah. I swear to you, in the moment I giggled. I remember snickering at the guy, going "Pepper community." Yeah, it's the most amazing community in the world. I, I could go. I could pick. I him. did
0: the same thing when someone called me a chili head. I go, "Chili head, what's that?" And then I go, "Oh, you're a chili." Here's a chili the
2: thing: you are a straight chili <laughs> head. Here's the reason, man. First of all, to eat a tuba terra as early on as you did, and to eat it in a hot tub. I don't know. On an empty
0: stomach. I think you're just building me up to feel good at going to this, and then you know, you're taking me out.
1: Here, no, man. have some
0: yeah, chocolate. You're really good at this. So you are. You're a natural. <laughs> it came to you
2: so yeah, easily. Let's start with the hottest peppers in the world. What's your next challenge? This uh, there, after this one, you have
0: uh, the, the chocolate bar is going to be next. Do, uh, but I'm going to see how this goes. Don't the, do the plutonium. You don't no, think please. Well, if don't. you do, just do, do. Here's the thing. I was going to order and literally do drops at a time to build myself up. If it's so bad, because I'm telling you, one two, drop will
2: absolutely blow your mind. Uh, putting a toothpick in it would be wicked hot. I mean it. One drop. It will. It's mind boggling. Really? Yeah, mind boggling. That's nine million Scoville heat mm-hmm. units. It's, it's, Wait, so you did it? You but
0: you drank a. The whole bottle. You, you said again, purge on that one or not? Oh yeah. You but here's the right? thing. Oh yeah. How long do you have to wait before you do that? How before long is too long? Yeah. Um, with that, I ended the video.
2: Um, it was probably a 15 minute video. I immediately went and got rid of it. But the problem, is, right. like if you, here's what I've learned. I bet people that are into this sort of thing will agree with me. When you eat peppers, they're really easy, easy to bring up. Yeah there's just chunks of pepper and they come up. When you drink a sauce and you bring it up, it's liquid. A lot of that immediately gets into your intestines. Same thing with the plutonium. So even though you think you got it all up, you don't and it would this stuff can't like just burn a
0: hole in you can it
2: um well okay I don't like how you said that here's the thing
0: if you put it on you said
2: it it, not me man if you put it on dry skin or any pink parts it would feel like it's burning a hole in you but on the inside of your body it's lined with mucus so it protects the wall nobody's just
1: like just died people have died from this right uh there's Whenever a guy, you start there's like this, guy guy. Guy I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you one yeah. thing. There was a guy who had an allergic reaction when okay. someone put a habanero in his sandwich. And Which yeah. that is a different thing. Yeah, thing. You do I mean, know I,
3: if you're allergic
0: that's or that's not. The only, that's the only thing I have heard someone of. Someone like me that's been doing this, I'm not all of a sudden going to eat something and then like- Here's
2: the deal. I, you would quit eating peppers before you could eat so many that would really yeah, have would, a yeah, medical yeah. problem.
0: I mean, you just tap out and say, I don't want to eat. That's why I was like, I've worked my way. Like I was like three, I felt like before you even got here was going to be my- limit on these knowing what I know so far, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes because like, I've also prepped pretty good. Here's the deal: you're you're taken very seriously
2: as a chili ad in the chili community. Just from I have like, no I have no clue. Well, about I'm it telling is. you, people. I've had discussions about you can't you know, look like me and not be. You have to like. Well, no, mom, it, it was. Oh, it. Damn it, this is so hot. Like, yeah, can you imagine mm-hmm. someone saying, "You're a wimp, Ryback? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who's yeah, gonna yeah, say that. No, but I'm serious. I've had conversations with people in three different countries who are like, "God, that Ryback guy," and like, for real. And but they take you very seriously. No one's thinking you're doing it for fun though, or just as a gimmick. That you're a chili ad. I like the mindset
0: part. It's of because in your it's in you yeah. man and i love it. Well, we're gonna get started with this i do want to ask go oh, where can everyone find you at on uh on on instagram and <laughs> youtube
2: thank you man so much for asking um on instagram it's the underscore johnny scoble yeah. on twitter what is our twitter johnny uh
1: chase Thee. Chase, chase on twitter uh, and uh chase Thee on youtube it's uh youtube.com forward slash c forward slash chase the or you can just type it. if you just you type, type in Johnny Snowball you'll swivel, find it yeah. Yeah, you'll get me
2: mm-hmm. and all this stuff but thank you up. so much this has been really cool no, you this know what be fun. you know what's really great I love meeting somebody this is the when I walk away from some meeting somebody and they're exactly who I thought they were going to be before that's, I met yeah. them that's such a it, it resonates in me it's a good feeling and you are thank you you are 100% exactly what I was expecting
0: I don't know how to be anything That's what like on camera I don't even pretend I'm, I just that's try exactly to act normal
1: just turn on turn off hey, yeah yeah that's the
0: best way to be
2: and I'm going to continue Continue watching you. No, keep, thank you.
0: Keep clock- doing your journey and let's keep doing it. I always, everyone, at on, and you're no different. I always end these with everyone. What's one piece of advice from, from your life that if you can give to the listeners that's helped you the most, what would that be?
2: Instantly, I can tell you what it is. When I was a little boy, maybe junior's age, my father said to me, never, ever, ever make a very important decision when it's dark out. Everything looks different in the light of day. And that's I'm right. just telling you, it doesn't sound like much now. Never, ever, ever make a very heavy decision at night. Everything looks br- different in the bright of day.
0: You know, I've never heard that and I agree with it. It's though, amazing. Because you, it you make so rational, true. you sleep on it,
2: you wake yep. up looking at it from a different approach, different point of view. And I'm just telling you,
0: it's probably the most solid advice I've ever gotten. It's amazing. I've gone to bed feeling horrible at times and not, not on purpose, just over things and wake up feeling Absolutely. in my mindset and over something that bothered me. And it, but that's. you got the secret. You got. Yeah, you no, got that's it. a very good point, man. How about you, Junior? What's good advice you got? We have the same birthday, by the way, November 10th. Yeah, how cool is that? We have the same birthday. I, don't, I haven't celebrated a birthday in, in years. This is going to be his last. Is it really? You know how it works. He's <laughs> yeah, going to be 19 yeah, yeah. after that. <laughs> when do you stop? You're going to have not all the kids are coming over in the neighborhood and playing kickball. <laughs> well, I stopped. And, I think my, you want to hear a terrible story? I had great birthdays. I think this is why I, don't, I had such great birthdays as a kid, all like parties and like. That's and all thrown out now.
2: Either. And now I don't like, I don't. Know. I was married to his mom. And on my 30th birthday, I was leaving. I was going to go out and get a beer. And she goes, no, just stay here. Don't go out. I said, why? I just want to go. No, stay here. But You can't leave. I'm like, I smell a fish. What's going on? She was okay. Look, please don't. We have some people coming over to surprise you. I'm like, no way. Uh, Not one person showed up. Like two hours later, I was like, Oh my going, god, I'm going to the bar to get a beer. So I just took off. Oh, one the, that's going to turn. So into that was the, that was the last celebration I've ever had as a birthday, and I blame it all on you. No, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. Well, thank you guys very much. We're going to go ahead and we're going to knock out another another video for for your channel and Ryback right right. TV. This the uh, the Hot Pepper Challenge and. Thank you guys again for coming out. This has been an honor. Thank you so much for having us. Good deal. Guys, we'll be right back after these messages. What's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback, and I want to tell you guys about this exciting new company I'm working with. Recently, I've been dealing with pain in both my back and shoulder, as you know, and other areas of the body. Recently, I've been doing the stem cell therapy here in the United States, but I decided I wanted to take my recovery up a notch. And that's when I came across a stem cell facility located in Medellin, Colombia, called Bioaccelerator. Bioaccelerator is the global leader in stem cell therapy. They offer a state-of-the-art medical facility with the ability to treat patients with tens of millions of active adult stem cells to help them recover from injury and major medical complications. Bioaccelerator currently offers treatments for a variety of conditions ranging from orthopedic injury, spine and disc injury, chronic pain, ED, and even severe autoimmune disease. BioAccelerator also has something for you men and women out there who are looking to stay in the game and keep yourself looking young and feeling youthful. Ask about their anti-aging and rejuvenation treatments as well. I will be tracking my progress as I go through the treatment as you guys have seen with BioAccelerator and giving you the audience updates as I heal and overcome these injuries on my journey back to the ring. If you or someone you know suffers from a life of pain or complications due to a major medical condition, join the likes of UFC Hall of Famer Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, WWE stars like Kevin Nash, Rey Mysterio, and myself. You can contact BioAccelerator directly, guys. As for my personal friend, David Truitt, he's the one who has reached out to me and helped me from the very beginning. He will help you through the consultation process with the same level of care and expertise as he did for me. Start your path to wellness and become a BioX man or BioX woman today at www.stemcells.bioaccelerator.com slash Ryback dash Reeves. That's BioAccelerator. B-I-O-X-C-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-O-R www.stemcells.bioaccelerator.com slash Ryback-Reeves. What's going on, guys? The big guy Ryback here with Feed Me More Nutrition. Check us out on feedmemore.com or Amazon. You can actually save 10% on Feed Me More Nutrition at feedmemore.com with discount code PODCAST10. $1 of every sale on the website goes towards three square and feeding the homeless. We have our new fruity cereal. I so hungry, our mango candy, wake up unlimited energy and our brain feed brain support. We have supplements for men and women using only stevia and monk fruit, no aspartame, no sucralose, no artificial colors. We have something for everybody guys. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed me more. All right, we are back. Joined once again, Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc. How's your week
3: going, Raj? This is one of those. It, it feels like it feels like there's been two weeks of stuff in one week. It's been insane, but uh, it's been good. How about yourself?
0: Doing very well, thank you. It's. Uh, I always look forward to this segment of the show every week. So <laughs> I hear of a few things, and usually you enlighten me to a few. So it's always it's always fun.
3: Yeah, it's always, it's always great when you haven't heard of something and getting your, uh, your first-hand reactions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never know what those
3: are going to be. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, Crown Jewel was a, a week ago. It feels like that was a month ago. We had the historic first women's match in Saudi Arabia. But the big story coming out of that was the flight back. Talent were basically stranded on a plane for like six hours before they were finally deplaned. Uh, they were... Put into a hotel and didn't fly back until the next day. Now the next day was SmackDown, so WWE basically got like 20 guys. I think mo- most of them talent, some were not. Basically, to charter a plane out and make SmackDown, but they weren't able to get there in time. They actually got there right as the show was ending. Uh, Roman Reigns, New Day, some of these stars who were advertised for SmackDown uh, in order to make the show. A lot of, it, but WWE put out a press release, kind of saying, kind of burying the talent a little bit that didn't go. Uh, kind of saying that some talent took it upon themselves to charter their own flight to get out, kind of making it sound like uh, the ones that didn't were lazy and, and unmotivated. So, a lot of talent, uh, Curtis Axel, Tyson Kidd, uh, Luke Harper, they reacted on Twitter and and social media and, and were talking about how they were calling themselves the bottom 20 because the ones that flew out were you know uh, being referred to as the top 20. Yep. So a big mess. Finally, um, there were some cryptic tweets that were coming out uh, during the flight. So it, it was leading a lot of people to believe that there was more going on. You know, why why wouldn't uh, another flight be able to take him out? There was 175 people. Uh, so I'm not sure how easy that would have been. But there was a lot of rumors. And then Hugo Savinovich, former WWE Spanish commentator, He uh, tragically lost his wife last week, and after losing his wife, a lot of people were calling to send their condolences, and uh, one of them was a WWE executive that he said. He put out a Facebook post, basically said that the WWE Saudi Arabia issues were over... WWE being owed money. He said hundreds of millions of dollars. That can't be true. Maybe he heard that wrong or the translation or conversion was wrong. But um, he was saying WWE is owed money, which did turn out to be true. But they did receive the payment before Crown Jewel. And then he was saying that uh, basically it was a power grab that Vince McMahon pulled the Crown Jewel feed uh, before the show. And the Crown Jewel feed in Saudi Arabia. And again, this is just in Saudi Arabia. It didn't start until 45 minutes after the scheduled start time.
0: And I was told that by people I've talked to there that were there.
3: So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, no, that is true. It it definitely did start late. Um, And that it was a power play. And in retaliation, once the crown prince found out, uh, he basically held up the plane kind of as a, just as retaliation. Yeah. Um, A lot of things here. Ryback. uh, What are your thoughts?
0: So, and again, and not naming names or anything of that nature, but definitely stuff had went on. And this is one of those situations And to address the part where, so WWE is not going to come out and they're going to lie one way or the other to protect themselves at all costs for that brand. When I saw the thing, when they talked about talent flying their way home, first of all, it was no talent going there to try to make SmackDown. It was to get the hell out of Saudi Arabia. If they did. And that's to swear to God, that's the truth of the situation. If that was the thing, I was told they were, everyone was on the plane and the things they had been on the tarmac or on the runway there for however long. And then, and their problems were, they'd heard, i heard there was stories going around left and right, all sorts of different stories. And then they'd, Mark Carano got on the intercom and the, for the 20 people to get off the plane, to, to make it to SmackDown. And I saw Corey Graves come out and say, those were the people advertised for SmackDown. And he was there. I wasn't there on that. I understand all that. And this is one of those situations where, and the talent you saw probably speak up on social media that were frustrated, or guys that don't make the money that the guys that are making more money aren't going to say anything. Why? Because this is what, because like, I saw Corey kind of had mentioned how some people handled it better than others not going on social media. The problem is the people, by the time they go on social media, typically with that, is because they're, they want out anyways. They're already frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and that's a way to make the company embarrass the company a little bit for that, for leaving them. Because that flight, I don't think they got out of there till 3 a.m. the following day. And it was pitch black. I heard it was weird. Like, I was told it was a weird situation by everyone there. And there weren't guns or anything. I saw different things with a military presence or whatever. That wasn't the case. But there were a lot of weird things going on. Now, my thing is this, and, and I was told this by people that were there, that Vince walked by before their flight and waved at everybody and got on his jet and got out of there. My thing is, And and that's the same routine that Vince does wherever they're at, right? Problem is, is this isn't a show in Dayton, Ohio. This is a show in Saudi Arabia. And you don't leave your talent behind if there were issues financially, which clearly there were. And they talk about that Vince got that payment before the show or whatever. Then why is the what is the reasoning for him pulling the fee during the show? And again, if you're going to do that and then you're going to leave and you're going to stay there with your talent. okay. even then. Shouldn't be doing anything like that in that that place over there. That just goes to show how asinine that old man can be sometimes with with his ego and the power trip. That is not the place that you do. If you want to go over there by yourself and go do that, be my guest. I think a lot of people would encourage that. But to do that with your talent sitting over there and then you hijack it out of there and then they get stuck over – there's so many things that came out with this that just don't add up with WWE. Like, WWE is not going to come out and say, yeah, guys, this is, we did have financial issues. The, the Saudi prince was playing games with us and the talent got held up because then they are responsible for putting those talent in that position. But on top of all that, the fact that they were able to get 20 people advertised for SmackDown out of there, and this is what I'm talking about them not caring about the talent as human beings, they, their number one goal should have been to get every talent out of Saudi Arabia as quickly as possible, SmackDown or not. So I get it. You get your people you need for SmackDown. You figure out your game plan for that. And you have a whole other crew of people working on getting your talent out of there. There's no reason they need to leave out of there at 3 a.m. I would love an explanation on why the flight didn't leave Saudi Arabia in the pitch black until 3 a.m. There was stuff yeah. going on.
3: Yeah, yeah, and it's who knows if we'll ever know the the full story. Maybe it's only Vince and the Crown Jewel knows. Or yeah, uh, we'll see. One theory I did hear about the um the, the the TV feed was that it was a last minute decision by the Saudi Arabian government because the women's match was added and was official. And so they started it on a delay in case they needed to cut that match out. Yeah. So, uh, again, that's not, that was just a, uh, some someone I talked to uh, with the company. That's what they believe to be true, but they're, it's not confirmed or anything like that. But that was their yeah. uh, theory. Because I, I just can't see Vince doing that while he's in Saudi Arabia, knowing what that regime has done in the past. But you know, you know, <laughs> way yeah. better than I.
0: No, but yeah. that's the other thing is though, the company, and you got to understand, they are professionals at, at huge fuck-ups and then fixing, covering huge fuck-ups. Like I'm telling you, they are able, if they screwed up and did something, they would, they're they not going to come out and say, yeah, we did that. They're going to look at a logical reasoning. Oh, the women's, they, that, that's something they would 100% do. And not saying they did and maybe that very well is the case. Clearly, though, there were issues and something going on. And the stories I've heard of the pilots and things timing out, none of it adds up. There was something saying like the fuel guy went home and that doesn't happen. Like it's not like the, the the stuff is, and I was told they were just told one excuse after the other. The bottom line is this is what sucks. We already know this from like top talent, like Cena and Brian that won't go over there. And I think there's some other ones that the talent, and this is what bothered. If, if whatever happened, not enough guys are going to come out and like the guys that made tweets and did stuff, The problem is then you got the other guys that will come out and like an AJ who's making money and Corey who's happy with his job and they're going to defend the company. And so that's where you, this is why wrestlers are horrible for ever getting changed within the wrestling community. Anybody that stays in that system, which is why I'm okay speaking publicly and truthfully on everything because I don't give a shit and it, cause things need to change, but the talent don't even have a choice. Like nobody wants to go over there and wrestle. Nobody does. It's not, and again, and the ones that do, they're making a lot of money, but there's a lot of people that aren't making a lot of money that are on the road every single week. And those are the people I feel like you're going to see venting their frustrations online more so because they're sick of all the bullshit. And it's, it gets just, it's a screwed up situation. And I could tell you when like the one time I wrestled over there, that place, uh, is it, how's it pronounced? Is it Riyadh? Yeah, Riyadh. We did two shows over there, I believe. I believe I wrestled Sheamus the opening match on one of them, as as far as I could remember when I was a heel. But I remember that airport and flying out of there. We had our one WWE security guard, John Marks, with us, and it was it was uncomfortable. Like it was not like it was not a. I distinctly remember that was one of the places that I was uncomfortable going and performing at. Within we weren't allowed to leave the hotel room. We were told. The beheadings were going on down the road. Legit. This is like legit. Like really. And I'm like, why are we even put in this situation to begin with? And it's all for money for the billionaire old man owner. So, and again, they could spin things however they want, but there's a reason why John Cena and Daniel Bryan and these guys, there's a reason why they don't go over there. John was over there with us before. And I think Dan was too, where John was working out. John always would go to whatever gym was offsite. And I'll never forget, I remember seeing John at the Saudi Arabia, the hotel gym, and he was like, I'm not leaving. So yeah. there's a reason why people don't go over there and the talent don't have a voice. Vince makes this deal and he's making all this money. It's just an unfortunate set of circumstances. And, uh, where talent, you know, if they're not uncomfortable, if they're not comfortable going to perform somewhere, they shouldn't have to go. But a lot of them don't have that power to make that decision.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so clearly a lot of talent were upset, um, You know, apparently some so much that they were talking about wanting to leave the company as soon as their contracts up. Now, earlier uh, after Raw, um, I mean, before Raw, sorry, Vince McMahon held a a meeting with talent, just kind of basically explaining his side. He was saying the plane issues were all mechanical. There wasn't anything more to it. None of the talent really spoke out. You of course, know, there were a couple, nothing really negative. People making a comment here and there, but nothing really negative. Uh, there was some. There was a report uh, from the Wrestling Observer by Dave Meltzer that uh, Seth Rollins had basically tried to rally everyone up and try to be the locker room leader and give this rah-rah speech, which the talent, a lot of the talent, took negatively. Um, Seth Rollins was very upset about that. Basically, tweeted that either Meltzer was a purveyor of misinformation or a liar, but didn't specifically say that. Which that, is correct. Uh, That's the speech 100% didn't is. Yeah. And so la- later, uh, Meltzer on his radio show uh, was saying that, you know, he, he's not sure why Rollins was upset. Maybe he's just upset that it got out that, you know, but some talent were upset that Rollins was trying to do this blocker room leader rah-rah mm-hmm. speech. And he, he called it a, a rah-rah speech, you know, which was how he worded it. Uh, Rollins <laughs> then came out with another tweet saying the – that it did not happen he did not say anything before during or after the meeting and that it was completely untrue Meltzer then issued a retraction and and an apology so yeah yeah, uh, big mass rollins was clearly upset and he's been attacked a lot on social media so i I can see why he probably spoke out in this instance whereas a lot usually talent i guess are told to ignore uh, these kind of reports right
0: Yeah, it depends on what the thing is and how you handle it and whatnot. But this is, and I know from, I told you from experience with Dave putting out mistruths about me early on, on different things. And it got a lot of hate for me over things that aren't even true. And a lot of it, I wasn't even aware of for the longest time. And then years later, see, and I'm like, what the hell? So it is, that is something the casino used to have done this before in the past. I talked about like when the video game THQ went bankrupt none of us were getting paid what we were normally going to get paid for video games. And Cena spoke up and did one of those raw, raw, spe- guys, we got to suck this up for the company. They got a bad business deal. You know, we got to suck it up, says the the guy that makes more money than anybody. It's not out of the ordinary for probably someone like Carano or somebody to like, hey, maybe, you know, speak up during this to kind of, you know, you're the champion or you're the, the, the guy we were running with. That's not out of the norm necessarily, but Clearly, whoever Dave gets his information from which, I, again, the problem with this is, is there, that business is filled with so many punk ass little bitches that work like these guys that work as producers and different things and not all of them, but the good portion of them, the fact that they're even in that and they work for that that old asshole, they put out whatever narrative they want to put out to fit in with the little politics and games that they're playing. So like if there's a little group, there's a group of two or three people in two or three producers or, or whoever and they're trying to get another talent they want to have that number one spot but Seth is in that spot so then they tell Dave some fucking bullshit information for Dave to go ahead and think he's getting good information to go put out and then you know what I mean and there's all these games playing on in this fake ass world and there's all the and it, it just it hurts everybody and but Dave is the one that like he gets this information that he doesn't you just don't put stuff like that unless you know 100% that what you're putting out is fact, and he doesn't. He puts out things to solely make money, and he's made money for how many ever years as a wrestling uh, analyst who doesn't know jack shit about pro wrestling. So it's to me, it's just asinine, and it's it's unfortunate for Seth. And again, whoever gets used in a a better position, they're going to get more hate than anybody and whatnot. But a lot of it sucks is when you got little bitches like Dave going ahead and just putting out lies. It's stupid, and there's no need for it.
3: Yeah, and I know Rollins, before this was getting a lot of stuff for shots he's taking at AEW, which when it when it's coming the other direction, uh, it, you, people you yeah. know laugh about it. You know when Kenny Omega rips WWE, it's considered cool yeah. and funny.
0: And by the way, it's competition. That's what you do. Yeah. You shit talk each other. We live yeah. in this pussified society where people. It's like the other day on AEW where Cody said the word dick, and they're panning to the crowd, and you got people that were shot. I'm like, what the hell crazy world are we living in? Like it's just everything's so watered down and pussified now that I'm just like, I can't like, sometimes just can't wrap my brain around it, but it is what it is.
3: What were your thoughts on
0: that Cody Rhodes promo? I loved it because it was uh, emotional. See, that's the kind of stuff like um, that was out there that, that and is is not to say that that Cody had his bullet points. He knew what he was going to say as far as what he wanted to get across, but that didn't come off like a written promo to me. Uh, as much as what we see with WWE when we see plug in a talent and we just see them reading a promo with no emotion whatsoever. That was clearly the reason why I like that is you can feel, even though Cody's working, it, it feels like he's being honest and real at points because he's able to tap into that inner emotion and he's not reading a line that 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 Gregory in the back was sitting with Vince and wrote for him 20 minutes before he went out there. So. And there's a lot of, a lot of fire behind everything that's gone on for him, and I think that's important for him. He's trying to put himself in that main event scene through everything he's done, and he has the backing of the crowd. So th- this is, I think it's, it, I could tell it's really important to him, and, and whatnot. And again, he had just. Fire and intensity, that which are two yeah. things that that have made pro wrestling from the beginning.
3: Yeah, I, I thought Cody's promo was the best babyface promo on a you know on a big stage this yeah. year, uh, and I think Jericho's had the best heel promos uh, in WWE. When you were there, were all of your promos scripted to the T? Yes, and then I'm in, in the best one that I was yeah.
0: ever able to do. What I told you was when I was a heel doing the uh, ambulance gimmick there for a bit. I got my promo in the day. They changed it several times. I finally, it was a long one. It was where I opened raw and had to stand on top of the ambulance and cut up the promo on Cena. I think in the, and they changed it. I was in the office with Vince and Ed Koski and I forgive me. I forget the other name, the guy that, uh, seeing, um, Dave, uh, Kapoor, Dave Kapoor, I'm sorry, oh, Dave yeah. Kapoor. Yeah. And, uh, sorry, Dave, cause they, those guys were really good all the time with me. They, uh, And Vince changed the entire promo. I got like two sheets, all bullet points. That's all, like, I'm talking top to bottom of each one. I got the paper five minutes before Raw. They rushed me to the ambulance. I hop in the back. It's pitch black. I can't see a thing. I have to hurry, pull my phone out, and I'm looking with my light. I hear the music start going for the show getting ready. Hear my theme. I have no idea what I'm going to say. This was how... And I said, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go out there. And I saw a few bullet points. I go, I kind of know what I got to get across and went out there and just winged it. And it was the most fun I ever had because the pressure of not having to memorize lines. And it was And I remember Vince supposedly loved that promo. That was the only one i never really specifically read and memorized word for word or as good as I could have. And, but most, well, more times than not, that's all that you do. You just memorize the lines and you go out there, and of course, you're not always going to read it line for line exactly. But the problem is is when you know that that's what you're supposed to do, it keeps you in that little box that they want you in because it, you, you know you're trying to stay within a certain thing. And if you don't do it, what happens is because I've gone off before and done things and got great reactions and literally had promos taken away from me. And Vince, I, I couldn't be trusted because what happens is then you can go out there and get over if you do that.
3: (laughs) So, yeah, I know when people often will give, you know, WWE talent crap for a promo that they did. It's like, well, that's what's scripted. They have no, you know, they don't have, I remember. Yeah. I remember when there was one time you got a lot of crap online for that with that promo where Kevin Owens came in at the end. And, uh, I remember just being like, well, this is what what was scripted for him.
0: Yeah. That was, I think, I don't even remember that was towards, it was for the IC title thing. And, uh, It was, we did one with an apple where I was supposed to crush an apple. Then I did, but then they wanted to redo it. And, uh, and we ended up having to do it live and we, we'd done several takes already. And that was already at the point where I didn't give a shit anyways. (laughs) I was in the contract stuff going on and it was just, you're just literally reading what they tell you to go out there and say. So yeah, Yeah. I never took any of that personally with people. I'm like, I'm not, it's not, it's not me coming up with that as far as with, with a lot of that stuff. So.
3: Yeah, I mean, you see a world of difference with AEW promos, with you know, however they handle it, it's uh, it's very different than the stuff you're seeing on Raw and SmackDown.
0: If you look, too, um, I just want to like on my in like my Ryback TV on all my stuff that I put out, overwhelmingly positive. Oh my God, why couldn't you just be yourself on this? Is right. there's hardly any negative. That's what happens when you're allowed, and this is why I do this to show you, no, like I, this is me, and I could I could play me in many different ways and whatnot, but this is why you can't write for people on that because it doesn't allow you to show your true personality and get over. You can tell them, don't say, don't say these cuss words. Don't say anything about these sponsors. Go out there and get yourself over. That should be the directive on everything. You don't need Gregory, Tim, and and, and Claude in the back telling you how to go out (laughs) there and cut a promo on how to be a badass ass kicker. It doesn't work that way.
3: Yeah, I mean, we have Matt Morgan on our post Raw SmackDown pay per view podcast, and he cuts these promos all the time. Like, this, you know, talent should have said this. Yeah. But when we, he was with the company, he was uh, stuttering.
0: Stuttering, so. yeah. That's what, it, <laughs> and again, he, this is what sucks. He would get shit, he probably got shit on for that relentlessly yeah. throughout different points in his career. Why? He's just acting.
3: Right. It still it, does.
0: Yeah. To, to this day, I get shit for losing. Championship matches, <laughs> where I just showed up right. to the building. It's like, guys, the only thing different that, that for me that would have for me my run for to be successful it was showing up and being told I was winning when I got there. Like, All it's right. I'm sorry to break the news to you. <laughs>
3: um, speaking of which, um, a ratings uh, kind of a bad week in ratings for the most part. Uh, the, for NXT, it was good. Pretty much everyone else was bad raw was up slightly from last week, but it was still the fourth lowest uh, rated raw uh, non holiday edition of raw in, in history and the drop from the first to the third hour when they did the big Adam Cole Seth Rollins match the NXT invasion stuff. That had one of the biggest drops in history. It was actually the the second biggest drop from hour one to hour three. People not tuning in. It was against a big football game. It was the highest rated football game of the season. So that probably had a lot to do with it. But for Raw, not not great, but not not the worst. Then WWE debuted backstage, which they had done, you know, a couple of. I don't know we, uh, what, what do you call it um, sneak peek episodes or whatever. Yep. This was the official premiere on Tuesday. They had hype Bray Wyatt appearing, showing off changes to his belt, which ended up just being title plates. The show only did 49,000 viewers, and that wasn't a typo. 49,000 on FS1 at 11. I do a
0: lot it, more than that, eating a cheeseburger in my truck rush. <laughs>
3: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no kidding. They should just air that. Um, 49,000. So, I mean, that was that was brutal. And that was a premiere that was pretty, pretty well hyped. So, I have uh, a feeling it's not going to be staying in that time slot, at least. I mean, there were a bunch of news shows that beat it. It didn't crack the top 150 for the demo. So, a uh, bad... A bad start for that show, um, and then Dynamite. Uh, it it was up. Both Dynamite and NXT were expectedly up from last week. Last week they're up against Game Seven of the World Series. They both did their lowest numbers, but Dynamite only up a little bit, and it only topped NXT. This was the closest margin with the two shows yeah. uh to this point. It only beat NXT by one point one percent. Dynamite did eight hundred twenty two thousand viewers, NXT did eight hundred thirteen thousand. So. Really close. AEW ranked number eight in the cable uh, top 115 to 18 to 49 demo. NXT was number 12. So close the gap. Usually Dynamite's been beating NXT by over 100% in that demo. And it was a lot closer this week. It was uh, 0.35 for AEW, 0.30 for NXT. So that, you know, uh, the angles on SmackDown and Raw definitely did help NXT this week. I think if they would have advertised it big on Raw that you know some of the talent are going to go and retaliate it would have been they would have beaten aew for sure but they didn't so here's when i was going to tell
0: you this because i know they use wwe talent on nxt correct
3: yeah yeah aj styles and the oc
0: this is my theory on this and i and i don't think i'm too far off we talked about this wwe vince hunter they're not happy with aew beating nxt every week they 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 don't they don't want that show getting beaten the ratings regardless they don't want AEW getting the buzz that they're getting. And we talked about what they were going to do. NXT was the first level of things uh, to try to, to slow down AEW. Clearly, that wasn't working. So then all the stuff we heard of Saudi Arabia and all, and all this, and what they are doing, and this is my belief, is they decided to go ahead and add NXT into the Raw and SmackDown Survivor Series for that exact reason, and it's kind of a cover to where they bring NXT over and they put them over really strong at the, at the expense of the Raw and SmackDown roster, kind of a SmackDown roster that day, with the whole pr- point of it being to get the Raw talent to go to NXT and the SmackDown talent. That way, they are now, it gives them a reason to put the talent on the show, storyline-wise, to then start beating AEW in the ratings. And I think they, they probably, they were okay with it not being advertised for this week. Because now they're gonna, they that the plan was, we'll see where it ends up, and now people will be expecting it next week. We very well may see NXT beat AEW in the ratings, which Mm -hmm. and then that's all WWE is just figuring out a way to get in. What they're doing is trying to get more eyes on NXT right now, and the easy for them. This is why we're seeing what we're seeing. They're trying to elevate NXT to look like a, 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 the big leagues. So the only way they could do that, and the problem is, the talent in WWE has been watered down so much already now over the years, and in with the wins and the losses and everything, that it's not going to have the impact that it should. And what's ultimately going to happen? It's going to raise NXT a little bit, hopefully enough for them to beat AEW. The problem with it is, it's going to lower the raw and SmackDown now even lower. To like, and this is this is. They're not even, but they're not, they don't care about that. They're just trying to figure out this first thing to beat an uh, AEW in the ratings, I believe anyways, and this is their way of doing that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I thought after that first week when they got beat, like Roman Reigns would be out on NXT the next week. They but, won't
0: go that desperate right okay. away. They don't want to look yeah. like that. So they incorporate right. a storyline. No, this is just a storyline. And no. <laughs> where they all of a sudden now, then guys like Roman are showing up on NXT, but it's because of the storyline, not because we need better ratings. Yeah, which is fine, it, I guess. If they have that at their ex- disposal, I mean, it's not, and that's not a negative. I'm saying, but that is right. to me, that is why they are doing what they're doing with the goal of beating AEW in the ratings with NXT to try to to lower them. You know, but what I think it's going to do, I I sit back and I love this because it's just going to make AEW continue to raise their game, and they're going to need more talents on
3: both sides. So yeah, all spare and love and war, right? Yes. So it, <laughs> kill each other, guys. it'll be interesting to see if uh, they have main roster talent on NXT next week because after that brutal Saudi Arabia trip now WWE is flying out to Europe for that yearly uh, European tour they do it twice a year Uh, so they're flying out Uh, Raw's and Smackdown's taped on Friday I think Raw this Monday night is going to be the lowest rate of Raw in the history of the show it's up against a monster football game and it's on a three day tape delay Uh, so it SmackDown, you know, is airing just on a you know a few hour time delay. So it shouldn't be as the final rating shouldn't be as bad. So um this yeah, part of the year though fight. is
0: bad though. This is where ratings every year it gets worse and worse. Yeah. And you said so the, add, make- the Adam Cole thing too is that that's concerning. Telling you this is a real thing. We talked about with wrestling, the guys and I and I saw superstar Billy Graham and, and God bless him. He's and he he he's made some comments about guys with Kofi and and Adam Cole, like please do steroids and I saw that and I just said, oh, man, don't no, just eat and work out. You don't need like on It's it's a real problem. And this is and it's not to say that the guy's not talented, but you tune in, you put that guy against anybody of size, it's not a it, it's where Seth Rollins looks like he's is a big guy. It's weird, and I don't I don't know what the it's. Everyone has a place in pro wrestling, but when you are featuring people." that were never featured in that based like it's it's just I don't know. I, I I understand why casual people don't watch. I look and I, I tune away and I love wrestling because it just takes it like it's not you you it's insulting to regular people's intelligence. So
3: Yeah. And and to your point, you mentioned um Adam Cole, who has he has a ton of charisma, he's a great talker. Um, but he was on SmackDown last week. SmackDown rating was way up from the week before when it was on FS1. It was clearly going to be, yeah. But it was actually a little bit up from the week before. But the second hour did drop, and and, and SmackDown in general had been rising in the second hour. Yeah. So, so that yeah, was again with the FS1. That.
0: that was like I said, that a lot of people trying to well they're saying well NXT got the ratings. That rating could have been higher with the SmackDown guys on it. It was just because it came off the week off FS1 and not to say and the Bray Wyatt title win. Yeah, absolutely. It, but it was, it was at least they did something different. Like I, I'm not complaining about that at all. I get what they're doing on all of it. So
3: yeah, I mean, I like SmackDown, but the if, if it was the NXT driving the rating, it would have went up in the second hour and it yeah. went down. And then again, this past Monday night, raw always falls from hour one to hour three, but it was one of the biggest drops yet. So if the people were super into it, uh, you know, I, I this isn't, I like the angle, but it's, could be done a lot better. It's not the NWO. You look back at how organic and, you know, they had the guys coming yeah. in through the crowd, things like that. It made it feel more real. Well, the whole this talent's just, been
0: beaten to death. The, the, you got, so, and this is the term jobber. I hate that, but you have a bunch of guys on WWE now. Look at their whole roster. Look, like, look from when I was there to the people who were like, are on top. It's weird. It is really, really weird. And I'm looking and it's like, they've done this roster split the value of the talent have fallen and not by the talent's fault. It's by their booking. And mm-hmm. it's, and then you got a group of guys out there that are all of a sudden trying to defend raw. And it's like, I don't give a shit about any of these guys. Cause we've been told not to give a shit about any of these guys. And it's just, and even if NXT gets the upper hand, they're getting the upper hand on guys that have no value because WWE's printed too much money and it's not backed by gold anymore. And it's, I'm telling you it, it's, this is years in the making, and I'm watching, and I go, I understand why people don't watch this.
3: So yeah, yeah. Now, in some good news for WWE. Randy Orton, he had been, you know, teasing on social media uh, about being interested in AEW. Uh, he just signed a new multi-year contract with WWE. He commented on Twitter, basically saying it was a five-year deal. Uh, Triple H commented and, uh, you know, was saying he's glad to put the rumors to rest and have Orton uh, in the fold for a long time. So Orton back with WWE, I think it's kind of clear that he was kind of using AEW as a negotiating ploy. But, it you know, it worked and he's uh, he's staying put.
0: He got the amount of money he wanted and uh, he's a smart businessman. And it's that he 100 percent should have with the AEW sign or the uh, the elite thing and putting out the things. He's he's smart. He's also smart trying to make sure he gets himself in a Wrestlemania match because he knows how crazy everything is now and he's he's you know he putting out the thing with the rock and putting out the thing with cena he's 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 planning ahead because he's 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 a smart
3: man could, he's been around his the contract block. yeah his contract coming up soon couldn't have come at a better time either I'm happy with, for uh, him.
0: everyone needs to make as much money as humanly possible yeah. so every talent should use every company against each other to get as much as they can.
3: Absolutely, uh, WWE also signed Scarlett Bordeaux. Uh, she was yeah uh, getting really hot and on the NDC, and she was an impact for a while. Uh, requested her release this past summer, and it was granted. Uh, she's got a ton of buzz online. She's got a great look. She's she's got that old uh, not old the Attitude Era ish sexy Scarlet you know gimmick and yeah. and WWE does seem to be a little going in a little riskier direction. know, yeah. so um, you know if they keep going that way, Scarlett. You know, she could be a, a very uh, meaningful asset in that company.
0: I agree. I think that's something because she, she does wrestle, right? But she's, yeah. I think she's one of those, the girls and even if she has a character and there's clearly, and, and she's a good looking woman. I think there's, they need people like that. Because again, when I tune in and I see, and this isn't being, when I see out of shape people that I see, like that just don't look like they belong in that environment. Uh, it's really, it's odd. It just really, because it, to me, it's just like, you don't give a shit about yourself. Why, like, why should I care about you? Where, like, and then you get someone like her that takes care of herself where the whole point of TV and for is being larger than life is you shouldn't be able to see that person sitting at the Wendy's, you know, that, that person on TV is not someone that if you just walk into a Wendy's, Oh, that you look just like that person I'm watching on TV. Like it's, it's presentation and there's having self-respect for yourself. And like, it's someone like her would be good for the company to have on TV, in my opinion, because men will tune in to watch her no matter what. So,
3: yeah, I hope they don't send her to NXT and to just become another wrestler. I hope, you know, they take her character because it is different in today's age and uh, let her be herself. She's, she's great at it. Um, I, I, there's a ton of injuries, uh, right now in WWE. Uh, Cedric Alexander has been dealing with a minor injury. He should be back soon. We talked about Xavier Woods, his Achilles heel, um, his Achilles tear, but he's not going to be back till next year. He's definitely missing WrestleMania. Uh, Alexa Bliss is currently out with a shoulder injury and is supposed to be reevaluated in the next few weeks. Um, Sami Zayn has been so part of the reason he was put with Shinsuke Nakamura was because he has been uh working with a, a shoulder injury with his shoulders and he's his had shoulders surgery. were
0: bad before his shoulders were bad when I was there,
3: yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they kind of moved in the managerial role, but he still he can wrestle and uh, but they're currently not having him wrestle. Uh, and Alistair Black has been dealing with a, a knee injury, uh, he's currently out of action, it's not shown. It's not known when he'll return, but it's said that the injury is not serious; it's more of a tweak. Again, it's just that schedule and it, it's the human body. And, and again, this is
0: coming that the style that everybody's wrestling, where selling is not is uh, not as prevalent as it used to be. It, it's a problem because and it's you got people two doing those dives all the time. People don't understand like that stuff destroys your body when you do that five nights a week or four nights a week it's let alone just every week. It's something it's, this is one of those things. You look at the old school wrestlers and how that style was and look at the, in the rate of, of how everyone is when they're older, they're all beat up and destroyed. Like, what do you think this generation's group of guys is going to look like when they're in their forties and fifties, if they make it that far, like it's because the the style has tra- changed drastically of what people are because of just doing spots and moves to get pops Throughout randomly whereas before it would be ground and pound or actually show intensity and in work i like i don't can't even tell you how often do you see a fucking hip toss or body slam anymore just a regular suplex i'm like what is going on it's 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 just it's a different it's a different thing and i and i feel bad for the guys because i've been there and you're hurting all the time and like sammy sammy's a guy man I genuinely, like, when Sammy came back and was doing that stuff before he made the AEW comments, I loved what he was doing. And, and again, and what he needed was booking to back up his talking. And they didn't back it up. And then they just they kind of jobbed him out time and time again or beat him quickly in different situations. And then before you know it, he's, that steam is gone. And he's just managing. And it's great. But Sammy is one of the best, best talkers they have. And, like, he, I can see when he's doing his heel stuff, tapping into real frustration. And like that to me, and even if he's reading lines, he's able to still be tap into emotion, which is a testament to how good he is and whatnot. But, you know, once your body starts getting hurt like that up there, you just don't have the time. And even if you do get better, you're thrown right back in and you're back into that four or five days a week or going on a two week tour. It just destroys your body. And this is what I was talking about. Like, And then the wrestlers, once you're done with there, you're the one that deals with all your injuries and they'll give you all the drugs you need and everything to keep you going week to week. So you keep making whatever money you're making. And then those problems become yours, you know, that you sacrifice for that company. It, it, it's a really screwed up thing. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, I, I think that about covers it for this week. Uh, thanks, as always, Ryback, for having me on. It's, uh, it's always a lot of fun.
0: Likewise. Anything going to plug, uh,
3: Raj, to wrap up? Yeah, keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. We, uh, this week has been uh, really crazy. We've tons of interviews with Rikishi, uh, uh the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, um, ODB, uh, another one with ODB who just returned to Impact. And uh, I can't even keep track. There's just so many. So uh, check it out. Keep checking out WrestlingInc.com. Good deal. Is ODB still doing the Indiegogo also for the food truck? Yes, yeah. So you can still donate for the food truck okay. and then Impact is holding their tapings and their the proceeds are going to help uh with the food truck as oh, well. Oh, that's tremendous. I'm glad to hear that.
0: Good yeah. deal. Well, Raj, thank you as always. And guys, we will be right back after these messages. Baseball season is in full swing, and placing a wager on baseball has never been more exciting than with betonline.ag. This week, I'm not watching any of the games, you guys, because you know the big guy Ryback is, doesn't watch much sports, to be quite honest. But I'm not against it at all. And if you love sports and you love betting, betonline.ag is your place, because now you can save an extra 50% added onto your sports betting bankroll when you go to clnsmedia.com slash Ryback and use code CLNS50. The best part is... The bonus will be added onto your balance within seconds. Again, support our podcast by going to clnsmedia.com slash Ryback and use code CLNS50. A minimum deposit of $25 is required to qualify for the bonus. And please see BetOnline's general rules for additional terms and conditions regarding bonuses. BetOnline.ag, your one-stop shop for online betting. Hey, what's going on guys? It's the big guy Ryback and I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food. But the fact is, I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most. And I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code THEBIGGUY to save 15%. FuelMeals.com. Feed. Me. More. We are back. Great week here. I'd like to thank Johnny Scoville and Johnny Jr. for coming down. And, uh, if you guys could check out our, uh, on Ryback TV, the, uh, the, the clip where we, uh, we did a fresh pepper challenge. We did one pepper during the show, during the broadcast. And then we did three, a mild, medium, and hot ending with a Carolina Reaper pepper on that and, uh, handled them well. I actually, I ate beforehand. I did a little, a glass of, uh, almond milk, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a banana, which uh, kind of helps with your stomach. And then after they left, about 45 minutes later, I got hit with the stomach cramps. And the good news is, and those are uncomfortable. I don't know if you guys that eat spicy foods, but when you put those peppers and stuff and there's, you can, you can process them to a certain point. But as Johnny was telling me that when they do those challenges, they got to end up purging them, throwing them up there because they they just, it, it can really upset your stomach. As far as just having that that amount in there, and some people can process them and whatnot, and it's nothing's bad is going to happen on that. But it's it's an uncomfortable feeling, like those that tubatere peanuts. Really, that guy like told you that rocked me. That about five six hours out of my day zapped all my energy out of me, and uh, it was it was a lot of heat, and it was it was just and I didn't I didn't eat before, and that was my big mistake. And so now the I did those, the dehydrated Carolina Reaper peppers, and then I've done these fresh ones. I get hit with those cramps, and I just got to kind of sit, I sit down for about 15, 20 minutes, and then they went away. And totally fine. And But the more that you eat of that stuff, until you build up your tolerance and whatnot on that, and the, and the heat in the face is one thing. And that's not, the, the heat in the face isn't bad. It's the stomach cramps. And then Johnny was telling me that women he's that that do this, who have there's one woman who's given birth four times says that the stomach cramps from these hot foods is worse than than child pregnancy no <laughs> no that's not me saying that that's what you know and i cuz obviously i've never done that and uh but those cramps are not a pleasant feeling and it, it's just like a nauseous you can't you're like you feel really uncomfortable and sick and you can feel it like in your stomach But, uh, and Johnny Scoville actually explained it to me. It's actually the, the spice moving through your intestines and every like corner that it goes around, you get hit with those cramps, uh, to a certain degree. And, uh, it's just a weird thing, but it's also though, very, there's a very good feeling after you beat it and conquer it where you're just like, I defeated it, (laughs) screwed up, but it's, uh, man, I got a refrigerator, a box full of fresh peppers, Dragon's Breath, Chocolate Buddha, and a California Reaper. And I think there's some other ones in there. We're actually going to do, I'm going to do another pepper challenge. I think what I'm going to do though is I'm going to do one of the chocolate Buddha pepper. I'm going to blend it for Ryback TV, one chocolate Buddha pepper and a 50 gram fruity cereal, I So Hungry or a chocolate, milk chocolate, maybe the chocolate Buddha with a chocolate protein shake. And uh, drink that on Ryback TV and see how that goes. Oh, the things we do for entertainment. It's fun, though. I actually, it's a lot of fun, oddly. Maybe I'm just screwed up. Anyways, guys, big thank you to our sponsor, Real Good Foods. Check them out, realgoodfoods.com. You can save 15% with discount code Ryback. They got the cauliflower pizza. They got, if you do a low carb diet or, or keto, ketogenic diet, they have the the pizzas the keto friendly pizzas enchiladas breakfast sandwiches and poppers and the jalapeno poppers and bacon cheddar poppers i believe they have a lot of i'm probably missing some new things i got to i got to update that they i love their pizzas and enchiladas though and the the quality of the stuff they've they've grown tremendously over the years they're in a lot of the grocery stores i see now walmart and smiths here in vegas but you can go to Real Good Foods and actually get them cheaper with discount code Ryback to save fifteen percent. And I think we're going to be doing something occasionally on Ryback TV uh, on the Big Guy versus Food with that. Uh, it's kind of like Zevia for me. I things that I just truly like. It's uh, Real Good Foods. It's, it's a good company. So if you guys could check them out, support support our sponsor, and it helps helps pay the bills on this podcast. It is greatly appreciated. Fuel Meals. My personal meal prep service that I've been with for many years, FuelMeals.com. You can save 15% with them with discount code TheBigGuy. Go to FuelMeals.com. They have signature and custom meals, guys, That, that like meal prepping. I, I get my chicken and my steak from them with either brown rice and broccoli or just broccoli and green beans. I kind of alternate back and forth. Uh, and I, I load my refrigerator up and I use them for my meals throughout the week along with the food that I cook. But if you if you travel, you're on the road, you work, and you need to find a way to eat healthy. You don't have time to to cook all your food, and oftentimes it sucks meal prepping and putting food in containers. And it, it doesn't the it just it's just I don't know. The, the, sometimes you overcook food, you undercook it. Like it, this just takes all the guesswork out of everything. Eight to ten dollars a meal, you're you're not going to get it beat. It Keeps you on track. It keeps you healthy. It keeps you fit. It allows you to keep your macros uh, the same. You know what I mean? It's just, it helps keep life on track for you with all the inconveniences and the speed of everything today. Check them out. Another big sponsor of this show, fuelmeals.com, 15% discount code, the big guy. And as always, Feed Me More Nutrition available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. You can save 10% with discount code podcast10. Tell them the big guy sent you to the big guy's site (laughs) and uh, a lot of cool things happening guys. With all that, we got our. I just got the mango candy before they. It's going into production today, so I should hopefully have that. I'm hoping within the next couple weeks uh, available on the on the website. We just had to put in another big reorder for the pink lemonade. We just got our new Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner in now with matcha green tea, guys, which is shown in research and studies. It increases metabolism, enhances mood and well being. Uh, it, it it burns body fat. Matcha green tea is one of those ingredients. And the reason why I switched from regular green tea to matcha green tea is I was drinking a cup of matcha green tea every day. And I noticed that when I would and there were some days that I didn't, but I noticed over time that adding that in, it enhanced my metabolism even further with no change to my diet. And I go, wait a second, this matcha green tea is this, this stuff is definitely has an impact on, on my body. And I noticed when I would drink it, I always felt better. Like, I don't know if you ever go to like Starbucks or go get a coffee, like Starbucks coffee will do that to me randomly too, where it puts you in a really, really good mood, but not all coffee necessarily does it. There's something about Starbucks that if I get a large from there, I'm in a significantly better mood by the time that coffee is done. The matcha green tea was a whole different thing than even that, like where I would just had a good sense of well being, and I never, I didn't put it together for the, for a bit. Till I started looking at it more and I go, wait a second, can I actually put this into my Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner and make it even better? And talking with the people that I work with and uh, the food scientists and the owners of the Simpson Labs and one of the guys that I work with really closely on all my formulas, and he goes, this will 100% make this product better. And uh, we made the switch. It was a little more expensive, but you can actually tell on the capsules now, the capsules are greener. It's that matcha green tea. And it is... Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner is even better than it was. So, and that's our best selling supplement. It nearly five stars everyone who tries it. So, if you guys want to save 10%, podcast 10, feedmemore.com. We're on Amazon as well. It looks like we're going to be bringing on another seller, hopefully, getting into the Walmart stores and on uh, walmart.com online with another distributor. It's, uh, we're rocking and rolling, baby. So, thank you guys very, very much for all the love and support on that. Another update with Bioaccelerator. I'm feeling good. I'm going hard, guys. We got my Feed Me More Fitness videos on Ryback TV. We have Phoenix Marie joining me on this week's episode. And uh it's it's it was a real doozy. I I haven't laughed that hard beginning to end. It was whenever we get together, all me and her do is laugh. And uh and it's a good, it's a good thing. I hope you guys enjoyed. I had my guy, I go, I, I go, can we get porno music? <laughs> or something that sounds like it for like in some of the sets. And uh, and then we had Bully Ryback making an appearance and uh, it's just having fun. That's all I, if you don't know me at this point, like I will, all I try to do in life is laugh regardless. And I don't give it, I don't give a shit oftentimes that people think like, Oh, should you be doing that? You know, having a supplement company. And then uh, here's my thing. Why the fuck not? What does that have to do with how I run a supplement company? Because I like to laugh. I like to have fun. I'm not afraid of what others think of me. I'm not afraid of others uh, judgment and opinion on that because I'm living my life, having fun. I know I I, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm living my best life. I'm not hurting anyone. So I think sometimes we live in this place where everyone's just afraid. Like, I can't believe you did that. Did what laughed, had a good time. Come on, relax. It's the best way to live. It's literally, you're free of anything. It doesn't, it doesn't impact anything. It only helps. And, uh, I can't encourage people to just be themselves more and whatnot. We're all very similar in a lot of many ways. So it always just sometimes makes me scratch my head when I can't believe you did that. I had a great two hour workout and laughed the whole time. Sorry, asshole. But anyways, guys, bio accelerator, as I'm getting better, I've, uh, put a little update on my Instagram. It's things are uh, going great. It's, um, my back. I, I'd probably, I'd said about a 5% improvement from where I was, but my back was already really good. My, I've been using my that that newbie with Carlin Crouch, who's on the archives. Check it out. The newbie device who Ben Greenfield is really big on. It's r- the same signal as your brain for the nerves. We are getting some progress in my foot with my dead toe or the inside of my foot was dead. We just did our third treatment yesterday. And again, I had the stem cells and from BioAccelerator put in my left ankle for all of this. So I'm sure everything is playing a part. <clears throat> we are getting movement in my foot for the first time that in 10 years where we, I thought was dead. We She gets the pads and there's like six or seven of them or eight of them on my perineal nerve. And it's also connected to my back where I had my back problems, which also I've talked about. There's a good sh- reasoning uh, that my back ended up being as bad as it was, not just because of the moves I was doing and then the. Drugs being covering it up from WWE with the toradol and cortisone. But my perineal nerve for my ankle injury runs all the way into that, that L4, L5 disc in my back where I had a lot of my, that, those were the, the biggest issues and it's all connected. And it's crazy. It's like, I'm getting my body back with my ankle. And hopefully, like I told her, I go, it's just going to, my ankle, my toe's just going to work again. And like, when I'm in bed at night, my ankle's getting like fires and signals in it. And it's twitching in spots that I'm like, something is going on. Like, this was not happening. So, it's, I, if I can get my foot back to 100% and regain all my balance that I used to have, like for me, for like wrestling, I used to be able to stand on the top ropes and squat up there and do like it's, and then I remember when I would do my splash, I would have to, like, if you ever watch, I had trouble because my right foot, I would have to put on the steel, uh, or I would have to put my left, it was usually my right foot, I believe. And I'd have to put all my weight on my right leg, and I would balance my left foot just on the rope. But I couldn't stand. I used to be able to just stand on the ropes. The problem is well, after my ankle injury, my left foot just shakes uncontrollably because it doesn't have the balance. So it would throw me off if I put any weight on that left foot, which I just found a way to, to kind of cover it. But there were other things that I wanted to, to do, and it just wasn't worth the risk with the ankle. So, But I can if I can get that back, it's a game-changer. And uh, I made the most of it, and uh, but it sucks that ankle injury. Really, it mentally and physically changed me forever. But it was in, in a lot of positives to it. So, but the bioaccelerator stem cells, guys, in my shoulder, we're going to give it about three months in a weekend, and I should have a few more months of healing from them. And uh, the shoulder and with the rehab, the physiotherapist Andrew Lock, it's all. It's a lot of hard work every single day, but the stem cells have definitely helped. And uh, if you're in pain or nobody in pain, please check out bioaccelerator on Instagram. Your point of contact can be through bioaccelerator or Iowa Hawks fan, David Truitt. He is on my Instagram as well. Go to www.stemcells.bioaccelerator.com slash Ryback-Reeves. That's bioaccelerator, www.stemcells.bioaccelerator.com slash Ryback-Reeves or follow them on Instagram and shoot them a message and uh, and see that they're doing a lot of cool things for brain injuries. And um, I would like to eventually hopefully get another round even at some point just to, uh, like I said, this is, I need to get, I, I the shoulder and the cartilage in there, it, it, the cortisone did so much damage and I don't expect people to understand, but it, it was uh, the last three and a half years to be sitting here now and not in the pain that I was in, it's a surreal feeling. I'm very blessed. I'm very lucky, and it, it's a lot of work. And I understand there's a lot of people, and I'm I'm truly, truly grateful for all my wrestling fans and for the wrestling fans that just want to see me just come back and even have one match. And I just want to make sure that um, I'm never in this position ever again because there's been nobody here for me outside of. And again, BioAccelerator stepped up. And and but I'm talking about is for me as far as WWE. Not one phone call. There's not, like, I've been left to handle this situation. And if this stuff wasn't available, I don't know where I would be or what position I would be in if I would have had to have gotten. I like to think I would make the most out of everything. But if I went and got my back fused and got my shoulder replaced, my wrestling career was done. And obviously I would have had to, I could do the business stuff. But my quality of life would have been just, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about going back at any point, and being my all-time best, in the best shape of my life, and get it would it would have been me in a different position, and my life completely changed. Working out completely changed because you can't do a lot of stuff with that stuff, and so I just ask people to please be patient. This isn't a uh, thing where it was like a, a muscle tear or something of that nature. This was game over, and it's now not game over. I just can't put a timetable on. Like, oh, I just got this. I'm good. I spent the last three and a half years and spent a ton of money, ton of rehab time spending money on, on doing these and having the, the newbie device and stuff. It all costs money that I pay for and it's fine and, and whatnot, but all this stuff was from my wrestling career and injuries and a company that's not there for me at any point. And, and that's what I, I speak up for the wrestlers and things, because they're not going to be there for them either. And it sucks. And they weren't there for all the hall of famers and the legends and the different people, um, their medical expenses. It's why I believe so strongly because of the situations and the things I have gone through. Not fucking creative like some people think. That was just a small part of everything. But it makes me feel good there's a company like BioAccelerator out there. And there's options for us here. And, and surgery is not always the thing that we have to go to. So check them out, guys. My thought of the week this week by Mary Edgeworth. No man ever distinguished himself who could not bear to be laughed at. No man ever distinguished himself who could not bear to be laughed at. What does that mean? Uh, I take this as that no man has ever excelled or, or, or truly achieved great things who couldn't feel being laughed at. And I think it, it goes back to, again, the Ryback TV and the Feed Me More Fitness stuff with Phoenix Marie and, and just me on, in general on everything that I'm doing. And I, you heard me talk about it on the Chris Van Vliet interview. And um, people are going to love and hate you no matter what. Be loved for being you and be hated for being you. That's all That's all I, I think we should do. And I'm not worried about offending a certain portion of people uh, by saying uh, so, something that, that, that offends them. Because the moment I um, change to appease them, I'm now going to uh, uh, offend a whole other group of people because there's, there's too many people and you can't worry about that. You can't put too any stock in the good or any stock in the bad. You just got to let it be as is. And uh, it's great to be loved. And But for you, you want to be loved for being, you don't want to be loved for being a fake. You don't want to be loved for being not being you, right? And it, there's nothing worse than being hated for not being. I feel such sympathy towards people that hate me for made up stuff. I'm like, man, like, I wish it was something that you really believed in that you hated me. Like, that's not even real. but. It is what it is, but you gotta you can't be afraid of uh being laughed at and putting yourself in a position like having fun. You can't take yourself too seriously. And there's times to be serious and whatnot. And and I'm a big believer in that as well. And, and at the end of the day, I think it just to truly you look at a guy like Gary Vaynerchuk who's who's achieved excellence, I would say based off that quote. Gary's not afraid to be laughed at. Gary's not afraid to put his strong opinion on something out because he truly believes he is helping. The masses, and he is, and that, and he's not afraid of offending somebody because he gets it and he understands, and and he's helped me a lot with a lot of his things. And people like Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi and these other guys, that that they just they put out their message, they do their thing, they put out their opinions, and they're not afraid of the backlash or anything of that nature. They're they're okay putting themselves in a position to 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 be funny to get laughed at, and that for me is I I get that truly motivates me. You just gotta, you gotta be you, guys. Like I said, everyone, some, a lot of people are acting a certain way on social media to try to appease people, and you got shapeshifters all the time. One week they're this, one week they're that, and they're just, they're just, they're just, they're living their lives to try to make a bunch of people they don't give a fuck about happy. Why? Just be happy for you. Be you. Do what you want to do. Don't worry about the because the, the negativity and the hate and all that. It's going to be there regardless. Just be yourself. Good thoughts, positive mental attitude. And then, you know, ask, believe, receive. Keep the whole frequency, everything in tune, man. And try to feel good as much as possible. Be yourself. Don't be afraid to be laughed at. Go for excellence. Don't worry. You know, don't worry. People are always going to have something to say. Always going to have something to say. And it doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. That's my thought of the week. Ah. And with that, guys. Thank you again, uh, Johnny Scoville, Johnny Jr., Raj Geary of Wrestling Inc. Please check him out, guys. We will have our clips up on Ryback TV. Please follow me at Ryback TV on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ryback TV. I believe we are uh, approaching 150,000 subscribers here. It's uh, it's a really cool thing to see the growth of uh, Ryback TV with uh, the way everything is going. And uh, I look forward to putting out more cool content, funny content, just my life and I'm looking forward I'm hoping I'm trying to get my back and shoulder to the, to where I want it and eventually I can start my boxing and Muay Thai and jiu-jitsu back up and uh with feed me more nutrition the growth of that is getting that to where I could outsource a lot of the responsibilities on the daily the daily manual labor aspect of things and uh where eventually I'm I'm I'm, I'm again there's no real timetable on anything but I'm I'm hoping at some point in 2020 I'm able to turn this over to a team uh, and where I could just more be the CEO uh, more or less and, uh, and make the decisions on things and oversee things so that I could uh, free up the time needed that I would need to be able to uh, focus on wrestling a little bit. And again, I don't know what wrestling, I don't know what the future holds with anything. I don't want to go back full time. I know that and I don't, I don't have to and uh i'll never sacrifice my health to make money ever again at that level i think wrestling could be done and i think it could be done at at a conservative schedule and what that conservative schedule is i don't know necessarily if it's once a week twice a week i don't know once a month i don't know and uh and see what my options are but uh there will be options i have no doubt and uh we'll go from there we'll see what happens with everything when i'm ready and able able to uh I got everything together. This podcast isn't going anywhere. Feed me more nutrition is not going anywhere. I've put my heart and soul into all of this. And this is going to be something I continue to do because I enjoy it. I enjoy being able to help people. I enjoy being able to have a platform to have a voice and to be myself and not be told what to do or say or not say. So we, uh, we're we going to keep try to keep everything together and we'll see see what happens as, as time goes on. For all fan mail, guys, please send to P.O. Box 752740. Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Cameo.com slash the big guy for personal videos. Book the big guy at yahoo.com for any inquiries on appearances. Wake up, it's feeding time, my motivational book, available on Amazon and paperback audible in Kindle formats. And give us a follow on social media guys. This podcast is Conversation with the Big Guy on Instagram at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram. I am the big guy Ryback 22 on Instagram. At Ryback22 on Twitter at FeedMe More Nutrition on Facebook and Snapchat Ryback247. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, and